This is Bob Tilton. I've been listening to the podcast. I think you'll probably like it. Being 87 years old, if I can listen to it and enjoy it, I'm sure you can. It's recording. Hello. Hello. How are you, you little bastard? <laughs> My name's uh, Yaquin Bottom, and I'm joined by River Bottom. Do you understand that reference? Well, Yaquin River Phoenix. Bottom. River yes. Phoenix. Their real surname yes. was Bottom. Was it really? Yes, it was. I've I only just learned that myself, and I, I was. I tickled me, so I thought, "Yep, they're the names I'm going to use." River okay. Bottom. I mean, that kind yeah. of works. Well, I. Yeah, I thought that's what I was thinking. I was going, oh, River But I'd be changing my fucking name as well if it was Bottom. <laughs> I actually went to school with a kid called, um, oh, what was that? Uh, James Bumstead. And he always said Bumstead. And we'd always laugh and go, nah, it's Bumstead, <laughs> Bumstead. He killed himself, that guy. Right. Nah. <laughs> nah, well, I don't know. I lost uh, contact with him after grade end. six. But hopefully, James, if you're out there, hope you're listening to all the uh, Fly and Wall podcasts. Oh, I think you would be. Yeah. Surely. Everyone is. Everyone knows I'd by say, now. I'd say every single person yeah, in the world. The law of averages means that everyone by now has listened to an episode of the Fly on the Wall podcast. Listening via phone, yep. via internet access, yep. oh, Bluetooth shit. access. It says, <laughs> it says no entry. <laughs> Jesus. And I just went down and yeah, no it's entry. Okay, mate, that's okay. We'll make our own fucking rules Woo! on the Fly on the Wall podcast. <laughs> you are listening to the Fly on the Wall podcast. My name is Luke and I'm joined by Big Harry Was. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, everybody? Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Yes. Yeah, everyone um, goes against the law on this street. Yeah. We're in. We're in a place <laughs> called Baronia, which yeah. I like to call Bosnia. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we've gone. We've gone careering down a one-way street that wasn't meant to be for us. And then uh, we've had a motorcyclist with no lights or whatever, like on a trail bike, come roaring out of the undergrowth. Yeah. <laughs> across our path and almost kill himself and us. <laughs> So that's but we happening. were going the wrong way to begin with. That's what's happening in our world. So I guess he could always blame us from the depths of hell. <laughs> <laughs> from Hell's Gate. Yeah. Uh, right. Here so we now, go. as you know, Warren, I've been moving house for a very long time. Yeah, you have. Uh, <laughs> you have. You, you have weekend. been a removalist, though, in the past. I have been you? a removalist, yeah, yeah with our good friend Keith. Yes. Uh, I think it was about four or five months, and um, I was telling someone the was other day. That long? I was boring someone to death the other day. Yeah. I thought it might be one of the kids yeah. about uh, having to move a grand piano. I don't think Keith was on that job, but it was. I'll tell you what. Well, if he sat on it, it'd be heavier. Wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. But we there was took five of us, yeah. and we we took it downstairs from a three story mansion. Wow. Uh, in Turak, and it was moving uh, about six seven houses down the road oh. to another mansion that right. was on the third story. <laughs> right. And the only way we could do it was like manhandling it up a fucking flight of stairs or two flights of stairs. Wow. It, was, it was the toughest job ever. That sounds it. But with uh, with um, being a furniture removalist, um, it's actually a tough job. Like it's actually you think you got to be just sort of a like you know fit and a hulking and strong beast and stuff like that. Yeah. But not just not just that. But you've no. also have got to have a good mind because it's like Tetris. When you're packing the truck, you got to make the most of every cubic meter. Yeah. And yeah, you've really got to work it out. So incredibly fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> 
and that's clearly why you stuck with it for so long. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So we, uh, yeah, so we, I've moved. Big Waz has come to pick me up, and it's away from our Norman McDonald's. Norman. So Norman McDonald's. <laughs> so we're going to go to a different Anglo-Saxon one, and let's see if their service is better. Um, this have, is fascinating stuff. I'll have a standard mocker, make... please, Warren. No worries. And I'll do. I was just filling in the dead space. That was wonderful, mate. <laughs> dead space now. That was a game. Dead space. Yeah, it, was a it was a movie game. as well, wasn't it? Or a book? It, it could have been. I remember like a astronaut's helmet with a skull in it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think it was called Dead Space. Fascinating. Next. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, oh. mate. Tap that on his fucking ace. Or hers. Oh, that's squealing. That was Warren Squealing. Squealing bitches, remember that man? Though? Oh yeah, Squealy bitches. Um, yeah, so how are we people at home? Thanks, right, thank what have I got for you? Um, boom, sh- boom, you boom, 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 sh- boom, 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 no, boom, sh- boom, 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 sh- boom, and he's back in. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> so what's occurring, what's Big Wes? What's occurring? Yeah. Uh, I've got my foot on the accelerator. Yep, my yep, foot on the yep. clutch. Foot on the clutch. Foot on the, <laughs> foot on the gears. Not anymore. Now I've taken my foot off the clutch, put it on the brake. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. Well, as we know, which as is a, speak. a hidden shame of mine, I don't drive manual. Well, that's not really a hidden shame. Automatic. Then. Well, it's hidden to the rest of the world. Yeah. Only you Do your and brothers my closest friends listen to know. this podcast. Uh, they know. They know. Oh, they know and now. Yeah, they you do. Broke know. it, did and you? And they've looked down their noses at me many times. <laughs> Not just for that, for many, many things. Mostly from shaking when, their sister. When you say, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good place to start. <laughs> yeah. When you say look down your noses, the visual I always get is very literal. Yeah. Like they yeah. literally tip their head back until you well, only feel the space just past the It nostril. is almost like that though when someone's like mm, and they sort of throw their head back and like mm, you do it quite well right though. well I'm taller obviously <laughs> yeah. so it works very easy for me you're always <laughs> looking down your nose at me yeah Curse everyone you, everyone bastard. is down the bottom of my nose <laughs> <laughs> nah yeah. but I suppose I suppose that is a thing though you know they do look down the sights of their nose <laughs> do you think that's demeaning though why is that demeaning uh, uh, because it's like you're below me kind of thing. I'm up here on my pedestal. So I'm exaggerating the height between yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. And I'm much so higher. a dwarf looking down his nose yeah. at me yeah. would struggle, I suppose. Yes. It'd have to do like a headstand. Probably some sort of <laughs> neck strain. <laughs> Get it. Yeah. He'd have to I actually his saw, right back. just speaking of dwarves, yep. I saw Bless a couple Thanks today. for listening, dwarves, if Absolutely. you're Absolutely. In Brunswick, I was, uh, yeah, I think it was Brunswick. Yeah. Um, was just driving down the street and I saw... Now, I don't mean any offence by this. This is just because of the appearance from behind. Yeah. Saw a lady a walking down along, holding, <laughs> holding, holding hands with uh, a short... A normal uh, woman. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Normal. Well, uh, you a know, a, a, I guess woman. an average height lady yep. was walking down the street. Now, she was holding hands with a person next to her who was about half that height. You sure so, it wasn't a child? <laughs> well, I, no, that's what I assumed. Okay, so, yeah. in that glance. And then I thought, oh, the clothes are a bit... Probably a little older because it uh, looks okay. like a... A suit. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. And then I thought, oh, okay, right. So that's a bit different. And and the walk was a little different. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because, you know, <laughs> I'm desperately can... trying not to be disrespectful and laugh, but it I is know. funny. I can't help it. It's just it's funny. A little bit. Useless. It's like when someone's got a like a birthmark across their face. It is. Oh. It's. You can't is help that funny? But, oh, well, it's not no, funny. No, you've got but you look, can't help yeah. but look at it. You yeah, can't that's what I'm saying. Like cleavage. So I came up beside them. This yep. chap's got a beard, a oh, bit yeah. like yours. Yeah. Okay. Uh, salt and pepper, well groomed. Yep. yep. Um, nice. Sort of swept nice. back hair, had a yep. suitcase, wow. and a suit on. A suitcase. And then, 
<laughs> you think you think to see, you think you just put him in it and carry that? But they were walking uh, along holding hands, and I thought, well, that's sweet. That is nice. I like yeah. the fact that they're just doing their thing. I mean, I don't know. Do they, so they that sounds like probably demeaning or something. Well, yeah, I saw Michelle. Oh, wow. So I don't okay. think she was just helping him along. So <laughs> when they have sex, does someone have to put him up to it? Probably. <laughs> I did wonder though because uh, I couldn't help it. Uh, yeah, I couldn't help it. Think about their sex life. Yeah, yeah, I would too. Because I thought. I'll be thinking about was it. Was she? Night. A, do you think she was attracted to him because he was a dwarf? I don't think so. I think she was attracted no, to him to because, his personality because of who he is as yeah. a man and uh, an independent human. But you know, let's say you were attracted to someone who was just a beautiful person, right? Yeah. But they happened to be a midget or a dwarf. Yeah, right? like Keith. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> would you would you enter a relationship with Keith based based uh, on that knowledge? I would not. Uh, look, I suppose it comes down to the. It does come down to looks. Uh, it doesn't matter what anyone says. Oh, there's I definitely think it, a strong. Like you are like people go, don't judge a book by its cover. I only ever choose books by their cover. Thank you. Thank you very much. Have Thank you. Yeah, I only ever choose if the book has got a kick-ass cover or a comic or whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm, like, I'm well, all over that. That looks ace. Yeah. So I'm going to choose that one. I'm not going to choose the one that <gasps> looks like a Bible no. or some just plain <laughs> leather-bound book that says. The inter- intimacy of politics. Yes. But if it's intimacy of politics with a knife covered in blood and it's stabbing through a door. And <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, hell yeah. Enticed, you? Yeah. What's, What's this about? about? What's this juicy little number about? Yeah, exactly. Where'd you good put stuff. your chocolate? Your... I put it in the door, mate. Oh, okay, we good always man. have good this man. discussion. <laughs> Where do you put drinks in this car? <laughs> in um, the door, buddy. <laughs> so, I think, yeah. yeah, I think like when I first met my wife, I, was, I looked at her and I went from afar and I went, wow, she's She's a knockout. Yep. Um, and you got closer? Past it... people. Yeah, not so much. Right, no. yeah. <laughs> no. Past people, obviously, you know, attracted by how they look. And then, obviously, you. You had nice yeah. hair. Yeah. And I was like, wow, he looks like the kind of guy I could be friends with. Yeah. And in 28 years' time, or 25 years' time, I could do a podcast with that guy. Well, I, I looked at you, like, that first time in, in Woodwork, and I was like, man, that guy is an angel in the body of a rock star. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, yeah, I definitely live up to that title, I feel. Day by day, mate. Day, day by, by day. day. Yeah. Angel and a rock star. Yeah. What is a rock? Is a rock star's body like a little bit overweight? Yeah, <laughs> probably. You look like you snort coke like on a, a regular basis. Like an Axel Rose kind of body now. Yeah. yeah. Like you're a little stooped, yeah. but you're quite thin still. But yeah, yeah, you've got the paunch where it needs to be. <laughs> Welcome to the jungle, baby! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like but it. But you're such an angel. But an angel at heart. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I kind of have to be. I have to be angelic to people so they look yeah. after me now. That's know? right. Whereas and, if I, when I was the devil back in the day, they just turned their back on me. <laughs> Which is fair. But, um, yeah, so going back to your question, I think, uh, <clears throat> look, I think people are attracted to, you know, some people, some, like, say, Caucasian people might be attracted to dark people. Uh, yeah, some people might be attracted to um, thin people, tall people, short people, whatever. And uh, it's a mixed up world and we're all attracted to things that we sometimes are surprised by. And sometimes we just know that, yep, that's, I like this and I'm going to eat that like a piece of chocolate. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I reckon that woman, yeah. I reckon, although I suspect the dwarf would have used, you know how dwarves are like conjurers and magicians and into trickery? <laughs> 
Well, I find commonly there's three types of dwarves. Yeah. Yeah. So what are they? Conjurers. Conjurers. Trickers. Tricksters. <laughs> tricksters. You're a guardian <laughs> And angels in the bodies and of angels rock in stars. The, okay, yeah. yeah. So so I feel like he's played all three cards. Right. To land. To uh, really, like, A normal-sized woman. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And now he's the talk of the town. Like, the, the midget town. He's the talk of dwarf town. And he's like, hey, I got myself a big one. Right. Yeah. Right. But I see I personally I'm tall I'm six foot two and a half <laughs> I think we heard that last time buddy. Every inch matters yeah. As my dad told my mum uh, <laughs> And I I Wouldn't be attracted Well I suppose I'd be attracted But I wouldn't marry Or go out with a girl That was taller than me Especially if right. she was taller than me Like a fair way Yeah yeah If she was eight foot nine <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. Like if she She'd be more like, of a gangle sort of type. Yeah, if yeah. she was over my head and I had to, I don't know, it just doesn't, it wouldn't flick my switch and I yeah. just feel like, nah, I like, yeah. Whereas I'm, the thing I'm is, most things... ain't really creepy, like, I like my girl small. <laughs> well, like, yeah, most things are over my head, as you know, mate, but I, you know, I guess I do like. But you're, I, I don't think is just, let's just make this clear yeah. I don't think there's anything average about you but I would say you're an average height of a man yes thanks mate. in the, in 2019 you're always there to pick me up yeah absolutely that's what yeah. we do that's what we do you angel uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah I would I don't think you're short yeah I think others in our circle you're of abnormally form. long <laughs> Yeah, remember, remember, you used to say I had an abnormally long neck yeah. in high school. Yeah, and now, now you've grown into now your I've neck. grown into. Yeah, it. thank fuck, yeah. thank fuck, I grew into my neck. And looking back, when I do, even in my early twenties, I look at photos and go, Jesus. Yeah, I was all neck. Yeah, yeah. Think- but you know what they say? Yeah, long neck, tiny penis. Right. <laughs> and you like to live up to that? Oh statement. yeah, right. Yeah. Good on you, mate. No, well, my neck's long, but I I have a peanut between my legs. <laughs> I like that voice. Some girls like peanuts. We're going to try and remember those voices because mm. those little spontaneous voices are often the best ones. They are. There I was like that them. guy last time that we were saying. What was his name? Kevin. Was it Kevin? Oh, the guy that restrains his voice. <laughs> yeah, that one. We can't help the way I talk. <laughs> There's like a real violence in it because <laughs> yeah. he's pushing so hard, but that's the best he can do. People don't want to talk to him because no. they don't want to see the agony on no, his face and trying to squeeze out words like trying to push a bloody oh, grapefruit through oh, a cat's anus. Months. Ah, <laughs> oh. uh, yeah. Oh, cat's anuses. So, parenthood. Yeah. Do you want to well, go straight into it? Oh, why not, eh? Warren and I thought... Let's not dance around the subject No, let's longer. not dance. Because you can see that we were headed in that direction. Let's not dance with each other at all tonight. No, let's yeah. not. Let's ever. So, <laughs> Warren and I, I, as we were finished, we rounded up the last week's podcast uh, episode. And uh, what a great episode. It was a good one. Listening back, um, there was a few points where you were sort of saying I wasn't quite um, with it. And I think you were right. I think I was a bit distracted by the world. But at the same time, my <laughs> delivery I'm... was amazing. Yeah, right. <laughs> After self-assessment, you're, you're pretty happy. I was like, Warren no, you know, is off target. Do you know what, though? I would say the same for myself tonight. I think mm. you detected it already. I was a little out of sorts, mate. Yeah, you said you had your period. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. it's always a big part of it. Um, then you, you know, you lent me a pad and, you know, yeah. we moved on with it. But, yeah, last week well, you were a bit quiet at the start. Actually, and, oh, sorry, you keep going, yeah, keep going. Yeah, but but you warmed up. And I, I think did, that's the yeah. difference. I don't, I don't think you stayed that mood. Are you and I feel like up? I'm warming up. I feel well. I feel like you're warming up. I feel like I feel I'm you just up. needed some some good old time with your with your mate. Yeah, great. All yeah. right, let's go. Now talking <laughs> of pads, 
Okay. I have a story about my eldest daughter. Now, Ooh. before you start to cringe and be like, oh, don't, don't. No, no, say no, I'll give you the chance. I don't think you'd do that anymore. Because she's allowed me to say the story. Okay. I checked with her. All right. Um, so, pads, people are, what do you call them? Sanitary pads, is that the yeah, word? I yeah, I guess so. So, when, you know. Sanitary dress. Do I need to describe it? Do I need to tell people? Because uh, um, someone out there, some lonely, virginal, 45 year old going, what's a pad? I don't know what a pad is. <laughs> I like that they're American. Though. Yeah, That's always, nice. always. Yeah. Um, I don't know who what a pad is. <laughs> Kevin, get out of it. So pads are when uh, ladies have got that time, the red flags flying, um, and they're menstruating. They use pads to. Uh, I'm trying to be careful. Uh, Amongst and, other yeah. items. Yeah. Yeah, and to stem the flow. Yes. Okay. Good. That's enough. You don't need to collaborate anymore. <laughs> Yep. So anyway, so back to my daughter. She's 16, and uh, she told me tonight, actually, that um, she, a little while ago, she was so worried about her armpits sweating so much ah. in, the, in the warmer times. Um, she was putting deodorant on, but still felt like there was a bit of a smell and a, and a bit of a sweat there. So she decided, she got her logical cap on and thought, well, what mops up moisture? And so she went to school with a pad under each armpit. Right. <laughs> I'm guessing they weren't the super heavy duty ones. No. Must no. have been a fairly light one, or else her arms would be like this. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah all bulked out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and needless to say, it didn't really have the desired effect. Um, no. And she probably just kept her arms like pressed to her sides the whole day in case one slipped out. Because someone would be like, um, I think you've got it in the wrong spot, love. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. I I've like got to say... There's an admiration for her commitment to try to look after that issue that she yeah. felt that she had. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, I go, wow, it's maybe, you know, it's over-commitment to Yeah, as I well. think she was off target. Yeah, she, yeah, but... My eldest daughter is incredibly smart. Oh, no, no, and I know very, that. very... Is it bookered? Do you say bookered? Book-read? Book-read? Book-read, book book I think. Is I've heard it as bookered as well. Book-read. Have you? I've never heard that frame. No, me neither. I'm just trying to win the argument, Warren. Win the argument. <laughs> no. Book read, yeah, book read. We She's don't know many words, no. so we try to make them up as we go. <laughs> yeah, but then you question me, and then yeah, then you get a bit shaky on your feet. <laughs> no, but she, uh, yeah, so she's very, very switched on when it comes to like words and writing and reading and all that kind of yeah. stuff. But just she's she's pushing herself to try and get better, but not the most logical of people. So. Um, bless her. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were going to talk about parenthood. We're not starting. Well, we? <laughs> I mean, well, okay, let's let's jump straight. So, yeah, so my long story was was that after we finished last week's episode, yeah. you'd said, I wouldn't mind doing an episode where we talk about being dads. Yes. And I think that's a great idea, so we're basically doing it tonight. We are. So, I reckon we, personally, I reckon we start right from the start before we were dads on the night we conceived our first children. <laughs> nah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, do you want to start or me to start? Like um, a little intro into the whole thing. What's? Oh, look, I think like we do, we sort of jump in and then we then we float around within the subject matter. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I became parent first, you as did. you'll recall. It was back in two thousand and one. Eleven years old. Young. Seems young like to be a dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was actually twenty-two to be precise. Yep. Um, and many consider that pretty early, I suppose, by today's standards. I think yeah, in, the in this past, day and age, it, it is, isn't it? common but yeah at that point it was definitely a youngish age i think it's starting to creep back down again like i think people because i I think think so too yeah a long time people were just like well i want to focus on my career and then have kids and then realize they're barren 
No, <laughs> no, no. But I think it's slowly starting to creep back the other way and be more younger people. Are I think lifestyles are diversifying a bit more. That's true, yeah. Because the household dream that, you know, was talked about for like, you know, 30 years yeah. is is different. It's, mm. it's morphed and changed and become something else. So, yeah, maybe it, it is going back down a bit more. But, um, yeah, that's when I became a dad. And, and then subsequently at 24, 26... Uh, I think. <laughs> and then I can't remember the next two, which is terrible, isn't it? What age I was? Well, it would have been 34. 34 and, yeah. uh, and 30... 37? 36, 37. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 37. 37. And uh, So Warren has 25 kids, <laughs> as I've mentioned before. No, I'm very blessed to have five. And uh, I have two boys, and my eldest, and I have three girls. And uh, I think... It's often something I think about because, I mean, that's one of the core things that I do. You know, I'm a dad. That's the thing I consider myself good A dad. very good dad as well. Thanks, mate. Very Thank good you, dad. As I consider you to be as Fuck well. Fuck off. <laughs> it's that kind of attitude. Yeah, Black and white. Yeah, Black and white. say to the kids. That's I love you, dad. Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck Come off. back when you've got something good Bambi, to say. Bambi, Bambi, shits. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to be too fucking sentimental. <laughs> no, go on. No, I... Um, and, you know, I, I think about them all the time and everything. I, th- I realise that we've reached episode... What are we now? 19, 19 tonight, yeah. 19 Five months next episode. 19. Five fucking months. And I thought, we haven't really... I mean, you've you've actually talked about your uh, lovely daughter's performance and, oh, you yeah. know, yep. referred to the kids a few times. And I've, I've referred to them as well, but we've never really focused on it. And I thought, well, they're such a big part of our life. Yeah. It'd be nice just to talk about, I guess... Not so much them in detail, but yeah. like our role generally and, and how we feel about it. And what I think taught us. And I think the reason we haven't, and I maybe I have a little bit more of recent times, yeah. is because we we um, we didn't know how this podcast was going to go initially. Yeah, and there's that element of like you want to still remain private. I mean, you know, we've got we've got paparazzis outside our door. Yeah, now, yeah. so <laughs> it's gone crazy. <laughs> Over eight hundred listens. All the gossip. <laughs> All the gossip bags. Yeah. <laughs> 260 something followers on Instagram now. Yeah. It's gone ballistic, people. Like Justin did that piece in New Idea about. Oh, yeah, my, yeah. My yeah. ex is now a, yeah. a podcast what star. What it's like to be, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the former boyfriend of a now a, a rising star. Once an angel, <laughs> now a, ro- a rock star. <laughs> in a rock star's body. Oh, man, yeah. yeah. Like some the, epic pieces, yeah. All I'll say, actually, talking of um, monthly for women. Yeah. Women's Weekly was going to be Women's Monthly, and then someone went, "Ah, oh, hang on, I think that that might be taken with their whole red flag flying." I suppose it could have got more mixed up, couldn't it? Buy Women's Monthly and all this sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get a little yeah. bit convoluted. The bloody rag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, ah, crazy. Yeah, <laughs> crazy stuff. <laughs> But yeah, so just talking about the the kids and thinking about being a father and stuff, and I think it can take a lot out of you, energy wise and emotion wise. Oh, yeah. And there's always uh, new kind of uh, hurdles to, to jump and, yep. and work out and negotiate your Preach way around. Preach brother. Yeah, Preach I'm, I'm there. <laughs> and I say hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the name of Lord God Jesus. We all got children. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> What a fucking random. And, uh, and, um, and yeah, I guess I, I sometimes, I just like to make it clear that I, I find them to be the most fascinating, funny, uh, the most, I don't know, they bring out the best in me all the time. Yeah. And I'm always thankful for them, every single one of them, every personality trait, 
every little thing that maybe makes me laugh but also can frustrate the shit out of me every little nuance of their character I love and appreciate and you know I can't get enough of really kids are the people that you love to hate they are no. they are sometimes though that's the thing they can bring the worst out in a parent as well yeah but I, I guess that's the thing that's what I wanted to reflect on the fact that they can make you feel so many things but ultimately all at once yeah uh, you just wouldn't change that experience for the world and just I don't know of late I've been much more reflective of I guess my role and uh, and how much they mean to me and yeah. you know how I don't understand when people can perhaps not just focus on the, the relationship between them and their kids. Yeah. You know, absolutely. when there's, yeah. look, there, there's always big things going on in the world. There's always things going on in your own life. But it can be very, uh, it can be very comforting. Yeah. And actually the simplest thing to do to take solace and comfort in your children if you are lucky yeah. enough to have them. And That's right. Of course, I know not everyone's lucky enough, but I'm sure you have people that you care about in the same way. And yeah, I, I, I guess that's what I was been reflecting on. So yeah, it's, no, no, it's, it's a little it's, bit more serious. It's, no, a, bit it's more, a big, it's a big. It's like subject. our gun issue. It's, it's pretty much the same. Yeah. It's the same. Yeah, but they're lethal. Yeah, they're lethal. Mine. Yeah, they should be fucking illegal in some countries. I don't kill people. My some kids people do. Should, <laughs> some people should be banned from having more oh, than one yeah. small one. Oh, that's the thing. I think. I think, and we don't want to get too serious, obviously. But I think you need a license to fish. You need a license to drive. Yeah. I reckon you should have a license to jerk off in public. <laughs> no, you should have and a license. Luckily, license. you've got one. You should, yeah, that's where we're going tonight. Woo! Yeah, woo-hoo. My debut. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, no, but I think I seriously think you should have a license to have kids because there's some kids, uh, some people out there who really struggle to have kids and would yeah. give kids so much love and happiness and all that kind of stuff. And then you got fuckwits out there who just have kids for the government gains of having like extra dole money or whatever you know and you just, yeah. or they don't look after the kids they've got properly and stuff like that so it's just it's it's crazy to me that you that anyone can have a kid you know what I mean it really is, it is. And, and, and look obviously we talked about my profession I work in an industry where there's a lot of uh different uh, family dynamics and yeah. situations, scenarios going on. So you would see and you would see a real slice across. You, you know? really do and you see stuff where there's apprehended violence orders and you oh see where the kids God, are. Yeah. You know, there's a very difficult domestic situation and I understand all that stuff can be really hard to work out, yeah. work a way around, but it's just so heartbreaking to see, you know, young kids sort of in the middle of that, getting caught up in the middle of it. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I guess my heart just goes out to them because it's not something you can step in and fix, but you just wish you could. Wish you could. I remember um, Kira Lee was, my eldest daughter was about two years old, going to childcare and I went to pick her up one day <coughs> uh, after work and when I walked in there, she was out somewhere else playing around and this other little girl, long blonde hair, big blue eyes, came running over to me, she was about the same age, two or three, came running over to me and grabbed my legs, like cuddled my legs and looked up at me and was like, Daddy? Daddy? And I was like, and I just, you know, thought, oh, I must look similar. And I was just like, oh, I'm not your daddy, sweetheart, but I'm sure he'll be here soon or, you know, you may be your mum or... And then the carer came over to me and she goes, oh, actually, um, her dad's done a runner. And I'm like, oh, wow. And she goes, yeah, no one, he's just gone, like... So and she goes and you you do look like him. You're incredibly good looking. Right. Um, dark hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're an angel right. in a yeah, rock star's yeah, yeah. body. She just kept on going, didn't she? <laughs> yeah. I said, like, hey, hey, come down, sweetie. Whoa, baby, look out. <laughs> nah, no, nah, no. Nah. But um, so and I felt awkward. I was like, oh, what do I? I said, um, I said, can I? 
give her a cuddle? And she yeah. was like, well, you're not meant to, but if I'm here, of course you can. She goes, we do. And I was like, okay. So I gave her a cuddle and I said, oh, I said, maybe your mum will be now, here is this, soon. Now, this is the young girl or the staff this member? This is the staff member. Yeah, yeah. I gave her a cuddle. Her a cuddle. <laughs> yeah. You're right if I give yeah. you a cuddle, darling. <laughs> Slipped a finger in. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 you went there, Warren. Yeah, you true. went there with your cuddles. You know where cuddles lead to. No one's going to bed for a cuddle. Anyone have a cuddle tonight? <laughs> Open uh, up, Luke. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I about, about to in, mention she slipped a finger yeah. into me. Yeah. I was like, oh. Oh. It feels smaller tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and the poor kid just standing there screaming. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy! Yeah, no, anyway, so I did, I cuddled the poor kid and I, yeah, my heart went out to her because I just thought this fucking arsehole has just done a runner. And and look, I mean, there's been times where I'm like, oh my God, just give me five minutes, five <laughs> minutes to myself. Yeah, but um, normally when sitting on the dunny, that's what I find <laughs> yeah. is the one where you... Yeah, but even then I, I get... Me. Dad! Oh no, that's what I can mean. Can I watch something on Netflix? Dad! <laughs> Dad, Cyan poked me in the face. Oh, and I'm just like, I'm doing a fucking shit. <laughs> like we said, we, we, we adore oh, our kids. Yeah, I love them. Adore them. Yeah. No, oh. look, and I suppose the thing is with me. Oh, well, no, no. Let's let's stay on course with you, my old chum. Oh, really? Yeah, I reckon. Uh, like, I just want to. I got a few questions for you. Okay, no, that's probably good because that'll uh, that'll guide what I say. Because I am a rambler. I've, I've noticed. No, that. you're not a rambler. I'm a little bit of a rambler. Nah. All right. I refuse to hear you it, refuse, Warren. You refuse to respect that statement. You're a gambler. Yeah, that's true. A joker and a thief. Um, <coughs> he's not. No. <laughs> Just guess that someone's out there listening to it that bit going, oh, shit, I always thought Warren was quite a decent guy, yeah. but apparently he's a gambler, <laughs> joker, us. and a thief. Yeah, I just wanted to extend my, you know, concern for Warren. <laughs> Didn't realise the kind of trouble he's in at the moment. I like that guy. Who's that guy? This guy? No, this is a, a lady. I don't know for some oh, lady. reason. I was a very masculine voice. Well, I'm sorry I didn't put do it on. Do a lady's voice. Can you do a lady's voice? I didn't realise that um, <laughs> Warren had those kinds of troubles. That's and, pretty good. Yeah. I feel she's Catholic. I'm probably Catholic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then the voice breaks occasionally. <laughs> yeah, you know, I am. <laughs> I am Catholic. Uh, no, yeah. okay. So I've got some questions. Okay. So, um, all right. So... When you uh, when you were knew you were going to become a dad, yeah, was were you hoping for a boy, hoping for a girl, or just hoping for healthy? <coughs> hoping for healthy for each and every one. Didn't have a preference at all. At, nah, at, not at all. Any I, of the five, you didn't sort of go. I was oh, going to say nice to have this or the, be nice. Uh, to... The only time I had that thought, yep, uh, was with my third uh, child. Third, yep. Okay, yep. Um, and. She turned out to be a girl. So course. you were hoping for a girl. I, I would, you know, we after were, having we two hoping, boys, of course, two boys. we were yeah, hoping okay. for a girl because it it, it, it just made sense to to uh, to balance up that. I mean, we were love them; they're, they're perfect. But it'd just be nice to balance it up, and we were just very, very blessed yeah. to get that girl. And so that was the one time, I suppose, that I did have that in my mind. Yeah. Okay. Whereas all the other times, <laughs> so I've what just about, been very grateful. What for about them. so you had your first daughter, then you had your second daughter. Yeah. Was were the last one where you sort of thinking, oh, "I'd be nice to have a boy now." Uh Or you didn't. Re- no, at that but, stage. but actually, at that point, we were thinking there was possibly twins. Wow. So that was okay. an interesting thought. <laughs> but I was actually quite excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was quite excited by the prospect. It was I don't know what was it really based on now when I think about it. Just a lot of signs. 
lot of different things that you hear and you know old wives tales about yeah okay you know oh if it's happening like this and you feel like this it must be twins and yeah. there's a strong history of twins on my beloved side of yeah the okay okay um but yeah yeah so it, the rest was just you know i was just lucky to have uh kids at all i think yeah stop. five healthy kids, but yeah. particularly the the last two as well yep so i'm just yeah I was just flabbergasted. See, for me, it was a little bit different because um, I wasn't married at the time. And I, I honestly, honestly, I've told many people this, <clears throat> I never actually thought I'd be a dad. I didn't, th- I thought I was, I thought I was far too immature. I thought I was, uh, my head was in the clouds. <laughs> I, I could barely look after myself, let alone anybody else. I, I, so I thought, um, and really just didn't, like, my, I used to look at my dad and think, he looks like a dad he acts like a dad he smells like a dad he tastes like a dad <laughs> no no like he I was that was coming. he was a dad he, you know and i just thought i don't i'm not anything like that i'm not anything like that and i just really so <clears throat> i don't mind saying it but the first one my oldest daughter she wasn't planned so she <laughs> i don't even like this term a happy accident yeah. uh, i don't because there was no accident he pleasant was, surprise accident is like when you accidentally you know you drive in your car and your car and your career into an atm and <laughs> yeah. money spews out yeah. <laughs> that's all right let's go yeah. Woo. but no obviously i knew what i was doing i didn't that's i didn't true. slip over and spooge just shoot out and <laughs> land in the right spot um <laughs> i'm on target uh, yeah, so so uh, she was a nice surprise, and believe me, I freaked the fuck out. I was like, "Oh my god, I can't, I can't that get this wrong." Realization, yeah. Because I, I still firmly believe, and I know, like, um, and people are nice around me. They go, "No, you are good at things, Luke," but I don't actually feel like I'm really good at anything except for being a dad. I feel like I'm a, I'm a good dad because when I look at the kids, they're great they're kids. So I think, right. and it's not just me; it's obviously down to their mum as well, but. You know, I feel like, oh, I've got this right because they're so good. You know, they're happy, they're well-adjusted, they're they're confident and all that kind of stuff. So I think pat on the back, Luke, I've, I've done a good job. I would agree. Thanks. Um, but yes, but when, when I first found out, I was so scared of screwing it up and we found out we were having a girl. So I went to the library back in the day when you went to such places. <laughs> well, but, other than when there's a post-apocalyptic saga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. What, what Ebola is. Yeah. <laughs> so for those listening who are under the age of 20, a library is a fo- uh, generally a, a four-walled building full of books, like actual books, actual books ones with, with pages, paper, yeah. pages, yeah, numbers on the pages, different references. Usually, there's those little columns on the sides of the aisles that have the number reference. Yeah, so the Dewey four- reference system. Yeah, yeah, 420 to 475 is herbs. <laughs> 469 to 300 and whatever is is I don't know anal glands um, yeah so I went to the library and got a whole bunch like I'm talking a pile of books on how to be a parent how to be a dad how to raise girls um, all this kind of stuff and to be honest there was a few bits and bobs here and there that I picked up and learnt and, and, and Im- implicated is that the right word? no no but that's uh, okay I can't give you the replacement word In- initiated initiated yeah Implemented. Incorporated. Implemented. Implemented. Okay. There we go. I told you, we're not particularly I'm not a smart man, <laughs> but I know what implemented mine. Uh, yeah, so, uh, where was I going with that? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah so, you read the books? But generally, and as you probably know, Warren, there is no book. There is no real There's rule no book. book You've got to find your own way, and, and, and people have different approaches and all that kind of thing. But the, really... When at the end of the day, when you look at it, and I look at your kids, and I look at our friends' kids, 
they're all great kids yeah. and that's because of us and we've we've all done our own things slightly different um, but generally you know don't beat them feed them well and they'll yeah. be right <laughs> Wow, you learned a lot in yeah. your time as a dad, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, we were very fortunate. I mean, we've mentioned previously that you and I were born on the same day. Correct. In January the 11th. In different countries. In case anyone wants to get us a uh, present. But the, the interesting uh, fact also that we share, and I mean, you, <laughs> yeah, we, we like to think it, is that your first daughter was born. Correct. Uh, and it, she was born... Less than 24 hours after after your my second, second son. son, yeah, and uh, so yeah, they actually, yeah, within all, hours all my, of each other, basically within hours of each other, and which is amazing when you think of conception. <laughs> yeah, and then your second last daughter. Yep, and my, which is I don't like saying that. What would you say? Your fourth child. My fourth child. Your yeah. fourth second child, last. Out, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> like that. The one at the bottom. Uh, yeah, you know, the one at as, the end. That's not the as good as the others. One. The one who's come last. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, your yeah. So that daughter yes, um, was daughter. born five days after my the, the daughter yes. I had last. Yes, <laughs> if that makes sense yeah. to people. Yeah, yeah. So five days between. So we don't coordinate these things. Well, that's so let's what just my, make that clear. My dad is absolutely adamant <laughs> that we must be on the phone to each other, going, "Ready, man, go, <laughs> do it now, go, come now." <laughs> That's and the only reason I can come time. normally yeah, is yeah. when I hear you tell you me my to. dulcet tones. Yeah. <laughs> Spooch Warren. Yeah. Or we're in the same room high-fiving each other. <laughs> Woo! Here we go. Come on, you tiger. Because <laughs> uh, it is uncanny that, yeah, it is a very close city. It is uncanny, but I, I feel that, uh, like with many things in our life, like we've talked about before, yep. the parallels are the things that... Uh, have kept us close and you know brought us closer and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, so that's true. Yeah, I've always found it pretty special and unique and all that sort of stuff. Do you want a hug? Uh, you know where hugs and cuddles like lead a, to. Yeah, I'd like a bit more than a hug. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like a hug. Uh, <laughs> all right, so some more questions for you, Warren. Yeah, go. Um, now you. It's a very so rambling sort of thing because that's feel okay. Like, that's what we do. Yeah. There's no structure. That's okay. Well, you do like to say name five things, you know. (laughs) No, but I won't do that because I know you well enough to know that you struggle (laughs) struggle with five. Um, No, okay. So you got five children. I do. So now you, am I allowed to say the ages? That's okay. Yeah, yeah. So the eldest is 18. Yep. Just recently, a couple months ago. Yep. And the youngest is three. Youngest is three. Yeah. So what would you say is... um, probably the wrong term but the sweet spot like where where for kids do you go I loved this time period of, of being a dad oh. with the kids at this age and I know I know you probably got there's pros and cons of all of oh, it yeah. like you probably like say the eldest your eldest son you probably got that more of a matey thing going on now because I do he's older, oh, very can, much so you can talk yeah. to him like a mate and all that kind of stuff yep. but but at the same time you go all gooey gaga with the young ones you know well, what I mean tell so, you, before, I guess the thing was maybe I was more confident when they were not adolescents. Oh, okay. So I probably yep. felt more confident um, at that time beforehand because I had worked with kids myself. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I'd had a younger sibling, yep. you know, even though I was Looked an after, old, yeah. You know, when I was 14, I had a, a baby brother. Yeah. So I had the similar experience and I, I knew younger kids well and, you know, was quite comfortable. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I was a bit nervous about being a parent of a teenager. Oh, okay. And how yep. I would go and... I've found it... I mean, look, there's obviously... They're going to follow each other through that process. So it was really just the first one that I was nervous about. Yeah. But I'm always... 
kind of thinking then, oh, what's what are they going to be like when they hit that age? Yeah. And then you think about the next one. What are they going to be like when they hit that, that age? But the, the best times that I can think of, and I think it's an overarching kind of thing, is that they can all revert back to being just kids. Oh, yeah, for sure. Just your kids. Yep. And when we're all together... And we're just m- kind of messing around. Yeah. Just having a bit of a, a sit down in the lounge room and we're all together. All being a bit silly. Talking, and, being and a bit laugh. silly, but yeah. trying not to swear in front of the younger ones. Yeah. But still being a bit cheeky. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and kind of picking on each other playfully and, and I don't know, but still catering for the young girls and yeah. what they want to do. They are the best times. Yeah. Because that's where you go, wow, this is pretty special. This is an amazing dynamic. And yeah, that's cool. How lucky am I? Yeah. I'm watching my my man child <laughs> you yeah. know lifting He's my my three year old who still likes cuddles and telling yeah. me you know I love you daddy and giving me a kiss on the and nose he's been and that big brother fatherly type figure that's right and yeah. it's a beautiful thing it really is he's a waiting thing. for you to die I think to step in I think he's training himself <laughs> yeah for my disappearance yeah. <laughs> and uh, he'll just yeah uh, very easily step into the role but I think just as a as a, an interesting thing like uh being the situation that it that it is, they also have a, another sister that's similar age yep. to my fourth daughter, or <laughs> yep. well, my fourth child. And uh, but he he is the father figure. Yeah, yeah. And I I guess that's what I look at him like. That must know. make you feel proud the way he is. I'm very with her. proud of him. Yeah. Very proud of him. And I mean, they're all parental like to to her particularly. Um, but yeah, he's sort of got that extra kind of level I suppose and I sort of look at him and I think well I, in some ways we're we're equals yeah I look yep. at him as a father figure yep. but he's also my son but just in case he's listening Warren you're still the, the silver still the you're the silver back master, okay? you're still the big silver back <laughs> of the yeah, jungle I can see him looking down his nose we'll at me the over fuck there. out of him if he steps out <laughs> no it, it's clear uh, I mean you've always been close of all your kids yeah. but as an from an outsider's perspective it's clear that you've you've only got closer with your eldest yeah and and you're right he is I, I do see a lot of you uh, I've known you obviously uh, since you were 15 I do see a lot of you in your eldest son for yeah, sure definitely um, and I love like I was at your house the other day <clears throat> talking about him with the little ones yeah you know he's this He's a big unit. He's, he's, a, a, he's a big fella. He's a big rig, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as he <laughs> likes to declare. Yes, he is. Uh, you know, he's a he's a he's a manly man. Yeah. Um, but he's not he's not scared of letting his little sister put unicorn stickers all over his face. Not at you all. You know what I mean? He's not like get out of it. I've got to be. So no, I like that. He, he, he he's big and tough, but at the same time, heart of gold. <laughs> we have Just a like photo. His we have a photo of him from the other day uh, yeah. and he's sitting with a, a massive teddy bear yeah. um, and, and I said he's basically the same yeah like he's just he's sitting next to another teddy bear yeah. having a big cuddle but, but he's, he's a beautiful man yeah no and honestly all your kids are an absolute all your five children yeah. are an absolute credit to you and your beloved uh, yeah, no, a bit of sure. a self worship stage today, aren't we? Oh, no, you're well, an amazing man. Nothing wrong with it. <laughs> yeah. well, well, I mean, we are driving around naked tonight, so I feel like we're in a lot. There's a lot of adoration for each other. Well, not quite naked. You're actually well, wearing a special shirt. Aren't I'm wearing you? a tail. <laughs> <laughs> but that's plugged in somewhere, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And you're wearing some trotters. Yeah. <laughs> And a saddle. No glycerin uh, involved. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but okay. I was going to say briefly, oh, yeah. um, just on each of the kids, because
because you know we just talked about my oldest there. No, no, yeah, go for it. But, we, have, um, we haven't finished yet. No, no, finished. not at all. No, why? Well, Only I'd forty-two like... minutes in. What's that? Six, oh, six, 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 six. We just pulled up Number to a, of the beast. a building. Pure and it's dairy. Six, six, six. That is scary. And it's a brothel. Pure nah. dairy. <laughs> <laughs> Pure dairy. Oh, is that what it's called? The place. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. When yeah. you said brothel, I thought, wow, that's thought... <laughs> that's an interesting bunch of fetishes, Pure isn't dairy. it? <laughs> <laughs> you just go now milk a whole load of udders. <laughs> drink the, it drinks the milk. It drinks it down. Drink the milk. You sound like uh, cheeky and uh, what? Were oh they? yeah, disturbed. Disturbed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that laugh. Yeah. I you got to draw them still. Yeah, I do. Actually, I keep meaning to all week, and I knew we were going to talk about it. Too no, that's tonight. all right. Okay, we banged and on I about. I feel like I've let down. Yeah. Okay, oh, sorry. What were you going to say? You let down who? No, I've let down everybody by not drawing <laughs> those yeah. two dwarves. Everyone's waiting. I've, I've been thinking about it all week. Yeah. Plus all these other scenes no, no. and things. You know, when you're ready, I reckon you'll come up with a little bit of genius. Um, so <laughs> just a little bit. Just we've covered your first in. one. That's all he gets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Well, no, we've we only got so long. Good lad. My He's second, lad. my second fella. Oh, hang on, one more thing on the okay, older one. Of course. Actually, the two old ones. All right. I've. It's cool now because, as we know, I don't have any sons. And they're not no, my sons. I was not going to rub that in, mate. But <laughs> if something did happen to you, which, yeah. fingers crossed. Right. Uh, <laughs> I, I, like I said, I'm waiting for me I definitely disappear. wouldn't be able to step into your shoes, but no. I feel I'd be able to outdo your shoes. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, nah. You get new shoes. No, nah, what I was going to say is I like, I like it because I feel now they're at an age where I can joke with them Pretty much similar to the way I joke exactly with you the same. and our mates, and that's exactly kind of that's kind of cool. I've been waiting for years <laughs> to be able to talk about cum and shit, <laughs> <laughs> and now they're laughing along. Uh, although we'll get to an age where they're much more mature than me, I feel yeah. another couple of years, and I'll just shake their yeah, head when Luke, you're trying to make I, a joke uh, about sperm. Mate, man. I'm saving lives every day, man. So. <laughs> You heard about the charity we yeah. started last week. Yeah. I'm running around the whole of Australia and you're talking about spooge. Still. Still. What are you now, 65? Yeah. <laughs> oh, bless you. But, uh, yeah, um, my, my second son, is, he's very, he's, well, he's not that different, but, but he's quite different from my oldest son. Yeah, he's very different, but very similar at the same time. He's very black and white in yeah. the way he sees things. But he's, he's not literally. He hasn't got alopecia. No, no, <laughs> alopecia is when you lose hair. Oh, is it? <laughs> I it was when you, you know, there's people that uh, are um, like colour blind. Sort of, no, multicolored. They might be dark skin, right. but they got blotches of white, or they might be white with blotches of dark. What's that called? Oh, I'm not sure. That's something. I don't know what that's. Oh, okay. What sort of strange <laughs> fucking mutation you're talking about? No, mate? it's like a thing. I thought it. Oh, alopecia is the loss of hair. Is yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm probably wrong. <laughs> alopecia sounds like like some sort of breed of llama. <laughs> I've got a yeah, field of alopecias being bought from Missouri. I've got an Missouri. alpecia alpaca. <laughs> <laughs> one's called Al, the other one's uh, called Bucca. But you're telling me they're completely bald llamas, <laughs> <Yeah>. basically. <laughs> That'd be quite scary to see that running at you. A bald llama. A bald llama. Well, I think any kind of bald, hairless animal. You know that fucking cat? Yeah, yeah. The I was just going to say. scary looking. The wrinkly, yeah. Oh, it looks like a scrot with... with Legs, doesn't it? People like, love those fuckers. I know. I actually yeah. actively hate them. I can't stand them. I feel like something's <laughs> happened to them. Like I, I think feel like I actually think they're undead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they need I, to be put down. Yeah, I feel like. But people love them. They're, I think they're a, uh, like a hybrid Egyptian type yeah. cat. Yeah, because they got the wide you, head with the. I the think. Pointy I ears. think the only person, the only people that want those type of cats are yeah. people that love scratching their own scrotums constantly. <laughs> because, like, why would you want? 
a huh. wobbly With skin, all that skin animal. I don't know. That's weird to me. It's weird. Yeah. Do you reckon? Uh, and like this would. I don't know if I'd be <laughs> amused or disturbed. Yeah. If I saw the kind of partner that this, the person who was like a massive fan of these cats. Yeah. Chose to be with this like very bald. Yeah. Very, very kind of yeah, loose skinned yeah. person. And like, you saw them walking down the street with their loose skinned bald cat, and you're like, "What the fuck? Yeah. This person's in seventh heaven." It's weird. Like, you get dogs like that as well. I've seen poodles. I think they might be shaved down poodles. Yeah, but where they're mostly just that weird skin. I find that very strange. Fucking hell! Like I get it. Like you know, you think talking about kids. Yeah. The back of their heads when they've got that little bald spot when they're starting to move. They start oh, that's to roll. cute though. Yeah. And they've got the, it's that lovely soft little feeling. I like biting that as hard as I can. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you a cute little fucker? <laughs> yeah, nah, that nah. is a nice little wobbly bit of skin they got back there. Though, <laughs> but like, it? there's an appeal to that because yeah. of who they are. Yeah. But the, yeah, it doesn't work the same way. It doesn't work with cats. cats. Although no. I must say, my kids actually do that to my bald spot. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe there is some sort of link there. <laughs> it starts to go the other way. Oh, they rub that with affection. Actually, my daughter comes up and squeezes my head with both hands. Oh, nice. Yeah. And cause like the a skin, wrinkle? Yeah, and they yeah, make the okay. skin, and then they play with the wrinkle. When I've <laughs> shaved my face and completely smooth, you know yeah. how I've got a dimple in my chin? No, I didn't know that, mate. Oh, really? you got dimples fucking everywhere. Oh, yeah. You know? Well, I was kissed by the fairy. That's yeah. what my mum says. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and I don't mean Justin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean a nice little... Yeah. You know, I, was I mean, say, he's played a fairy before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He'll always he was be in my Cirque du Soleil. So. <laughs> <laughs> he was the fairy. He was Tinkerbell. He was Tinkerbell yeah. for many years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, where was I going with that? I don't, I don't even know. know. Let's go back to your second son. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> the second son. The rising son. Yeah, no, that's a, I like that. That's a good term for it. Yeah. No, no, he's uh, he's finding his way. You know, he's at that age now where he's starting to have to make choices about the. So sixteen. Yeah, the yep. kind of you know. Job that he, he might like, and I yep. think he's getting a little fed up with school. And oh, okay, he wants to be active. He wants to get out there and actually earn some moolah and, and do some stuff. Because he works with you a fair bit, but he never really. And I don't mean this in a nasty or derogatory no, no. way, but he doesn't strike me as really the hands-on type of person. Well, but I he, tell you he what, kind of is, isn't he? He surprised you, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Well, the thing is, he he always was. Yeah. When he was very young, he was always the one to come outside and give me a hand, like he'd clean the windows in the car or he'd. Grab a, a drill and just stand there and help me, you know. Yeah. Put something up and, and want to be the one that helped. Yeah. Always wanted to be the one that helped. Because your eldest is in a job where he's very hands on. That's and right. Carpentry and all that kind of stuff. But, but um, then again, I wouldn't have said he was the one that was hands on prior. Yeah, okay. So he's become hands on. You never know. And then, uh, you know, this this one, <laughs> my yep. second one. It's hard not to name them, isn't it? I'm being very well, careful. I'm, I, yeah, I don't want to just name them. Free. No, no, that's fine. That's fine. I understand, but I, I, it's hard to go. Yep, don't. I'm really trying <laughs> don't to think. Fucking speak. I'm yeah. trying to think before I speak. Which we'll just is, say you know, number one, number two, number not three, for number four. Number yeah, okay. Five. Um, yeah, but you know what? Oh, I nearly said it. You know what the two boys are like? Yeah. Then the elders want to be like, see, I am number one. Yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. There's nothing There's nothing we can do. Yeah, no, there's nothing we can They're do. They're lost to us. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, no, he's a, he's a beautiful fellow as well, and uh, he's, he's actually a lot warmer and kind of more emotional than he can sometimes come across, and I love that about him. Well, I we like, have a good joke, we have a good laugh, we pick on each other. There's I a love point black and whiteness. I yeah. really do. I love that. And then there's a point of every time that we are working together, he starts picking on me. Yeah. Um, 
I think to kind of get through the day. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, shut up, Dad. He's a soft target. I'll yeah, just go shut up, Dad. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> and uh, but I love that. You know, yeah, I just yeah. smile back yeah. and oh, I love you, boy. A little bit, a bit of fear from you. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, son. Yeah, but he love loves you. it. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. I do whatever I gotta do to make them happy. You know. Yeah, of course. Um, no, no, but he's great though. I'll just tell a quick story. One of my okay. favourite stories about the two boys. Yeah. We. You, you, me, and them went out to see a movie one night. Yeah. And <laughs> and this is the difference. So I feel... I feel... It's all right. Shit. That's okay. Uh, the second one could have almost been... <laughs> could have one. almost been my son. Right. Because of his black and whiteness. Yeah. Because we went out to see this movie, and they started to tell me a story about, about a kid at school in their yeah. class or something. Yeah. I was like, I just did it again. <laughs> Jesus, here I am being so careful. Yeah, you Fuck, just sorry, up sorry, 10 seconds. Jesus no. Christ. That's all right. Don't worry, mate. Oh, it's sorry. okay. Don't stress. Um, <clears throat> anyway, keep going. The oldest. <laughs> the oldest you one. You knob. Yeah, no, no, that's all right. The oldest it's one. All good. He, uh, yeah, he. He was really beating around the bush trying to describe this kid. Yeah. He was like, oh, well, you know, he's a... And it just reminded me like of me. you. Yeah. He's, a, he's a bit different. He, you know, he sort of struggles at school and he's, you know... And then yeah. and then your second son <laughs> just went, he's fucking retarded. <laughs> uh, and I was just like, wow. Yeah. There's a perfect... Like, put him under a, put him under a microscope. The eldest is you. Yeah. Second one, it's me. So yeah, I think, yeah. well, think somehow we've Some, conceived these something children. Happened. Yeah, they, they morphed out <laughs> of it. No, Fuck but, I can't uh, believe it. Anyway, it's all right, Oof. mate. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. But um, yeah. Anyway, moving on. Let's go to the third one. This one. could take all night. Try to There's avoid my, them. my delightful yeah. daughter. Yep. And uh, she she sort of has a, a bit of a balance of those traits, I would say. Yeah. I think she's definitely taken some influence from my second uh, son. Lately, in the last say year, maybe okay, where yeah. she's learning that black and white kind of attitude and some yep. of the dry humour. Yep. Um, but she's also a big softy. Okay, yeah. She's a big emotional softy. So yeah, a bit of the both there. Yeah, and, and what I love is that she can still she can be a little off some days and a bit. Uh, she likes to go and have her own space and you know, do a bit of drawing and stuff. She's very artistic. And, you know, I love that. Um, and I, I actively encourage her to be musical as well. She don't need to play She's a good drawer and, like you as well, isn't she? Yeah, oh, she's wonderful drawer. Yeah, she's, yeah, musical, she's really yeah. developing like her, uh, her, like, I don't want to call them cartoon characters, but they are like a sort of manga style, but cartoony style sketches are they the ones, Did I see them? I think you would have seen them, yeah. Like big heads. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And sort of exaggerated cool. features. Yeah, they're Simplified. Cool. Caricature-ish type yeah, things, yeah, but they work really, I don't know, there's something about them that work yeah. really well. She's sort of learning her own style and um and that's that's something you can't teach you can't teach style you know what no, I mean and she's I, just got it naturally and I can remember that she was frustrated at a point where she just wasn't able to achieve it she'd get quite frustrated about it all yeah and uh but that, that's the thing I kind of like being able to jump in there and, and try and you know help them push through that yeah. thing that's kind of holding them back and yeah, just keep encouraging them to try and, yeah, and challenge show me what they're doing, and let's talk about each one. And yeah, yeah, and and that's always good fun. But yeah, she's she's still like happy to kind of come and give me a hug, and like I said, play with my head like I'm a big teddy bear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's the thing; they've always climbed all over me. Uh, I don't let my my sons do that as much now. Yeah. 
because they kill me. Um, Although your eldest was, he was playing with your head. Yeah, he does too. Last time I saw him. He does too. He's actually very affectionate as well. (laughs) (laughs) But in a little bit of a creepy way, on purpose. He He does it on purpose. To make me. He sort of just looks at me with a glazed eye. Yeah. And then while he's rubbing your head. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, which is pretty People are just saying, what the fuck are these two on about? Yeah. No, but, uh, yeah, but she's still actually just nicely affectionate, not in a kind of strange way. Yeah. And, um, yeah, but, but she's lovely, so I'm still very happy that we've got that closeness, and, you know, right? And she, so she's high relate. school, second year of high school now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. almost third, so... Yeah, and are you, okay, here's a on. question for you. Are yeah. you finding a, a massive difference between um, teenage boys as opposed to teenage girl? Or is it much yes. of a muchness? No, or is I, it... I think, and I, and this is where I've sometimes looked to you for, um, I guess, advice because you are an experienced dad <laughs> of girls, girl. yep. yeah, and uh, you know, and, and you've got more experience than me in that way because you're you've got an older teenage girl. Um, but yeah, I think it is quite different because there's an emotional thing that you've got to be very aware of. Yeah, the boys are very emotional. Don't get me wrong. But when it comes to conflict resolution and dealing with stuff at school, or you know, on a, in a wider uh, spectrum, they be more straightforward. They're, they're very much more straightforward. Yeah, yeah. And if they don't want to deal with it, they just go, oh, "I'm just not going to fucking deal with it right now." Yeah. Whereas I think girls really get knee deep in it. They, they do. like neck deep in it. They, they definitely do. They let themselves get buried in all the gossip and the stuff going on. I, yeah. I hate to generalise because I'm sure there are many exceptions to that, but. That's the thing that I've noticed Yeah My experience And um, Yeah It can be something A little tricky to negotiate Because you think Oh what do I say here Yeah Other than just trust yourself And you know Remember to be a good person Yeah And stick up for the people That you are friends with And that you like Don't Try not to speak behind people's back And you know It can be easy to do at the time but yeah, you got to remember this stuff can come back and bite you because there's always someone who's going to go and That's right, yeah. chat to someone else, and you know you got to think ahead. You've I to say smart. to all three of my girls, just keep if you keep yourself nice, yeah. they've got nothing. No That's one's right. got anything on you. Keep That's right. And nice. if you've got nothing nice that you can say, yeah, just remove yourself from the conversation. Yeah. And and but that can be something that you've got to kind of just keep reinforcing. Like yeah, You're right. Remember what we said. Don't get yourself embroiled in it. And uh, yeah, so that's been. It's a weird Here's a weird turn. There. I remember that one. Yeah. Wow. That sort of is up on you <clears> creeps up you on you. Know it, yeah. Um, like a dirty pedo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the donut van. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's yeah, it's definitely been an interesting experience to say the least. Yeah. And it all and I'm I'm not trying to like there's lots oh, of highs as well. Um, yeah. As they yeah, get older, because four, 40? Yeah. Th- yeah. Okay. So the next couple of years will be. Um, be interesting, yeah. yeah. Like I said, there's plenty of good times as well, but the thing I think you'll find, and I'm only assuming, uh, the thing I think you'll find is um, whereas the boys have got that link with you where you're men, you got yeah. manly things to talk about, and da da da, and movies, and blah blah blah, yeah. the girl won't so much, so there'll be that gap, you know. And bridging that gap is the challenge because you don't want to be too much, but you don't want to be too little. <laughs> and, well, I think I've already found that that's kind of how I've got to go. Yeah, okay. You can good. be too much very easily, so you've yeah, got to yeah. only go in when there's a window of opportunity. So that's like I said, the drawing and the music yeah. are great windows to it. 
and that can then lead to just chilling and relaxing yeah. and talking about other stuff. And, you know, something as simple as watching stupid videos on YouTube oh, yeah. can That's actually yeah. be an interesting bonding experience. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Um, when everyone gets a turn and you're just having a bit of a... It's just a bit more casual and, and sit down and it can just be a nice, uncomplicated kind of time of just hanging out. Yeah. So, yeah, there's there's a few little angles already. I'm sure that'll change again yeah. <laughs> as things intensify and, and change, but, but, what but that's all, all right. What I, what I almost guarantee will happen, there'll be a bit of a gap where she pulls away a little bit, but then she'll come back because... Yes. Um, yeah, I, th- I feel like... Like you know, like I've said before, I'm a mummy's boy at heart. I'm very close to dad, but I'm a, I've always been a mummy's boy, and I don't I wear that's like a badge of honour for me. I, I think yeah, if that means I love my mum and adore my mum and speak highly of my mum, that's fine. You yeah, know, so uh, and it's the same with dads and daughters. There's a there's a thing there because someone told me once, which is which is very very wise, and I've always it's always stuck with me, is that men are uh, dads are the first men that daughters fall in love with. So yeah. you have to be um, not perfect because I think it's important to show the kids that no one's perfect. So I, I make mistakes and, I, and I'm very quick to sort of say to them, yeah, I, I did this wrong or whatever. But I'm also I'm also not afraid to apologize to the kids as well. Yeah. And I'm still like, uh, as you know, I'm still the boss. But if I say, and it doesn't happen frequently, but say if I've had a particularly rough day or something and I'm just a bit grouchy, yeah. And I'll just be a bit like short with them. Just be like a bit sort of like, yeah, it's fine. Like, you know, like something like that. I'm quick to see it and I'm quick to sort of go, oh, sorry, you know, I've just had a crappy day. Are you okay? And I give them a hug and, and it's and it's fixed. So I think it's important to show them that. But at the same time, they know who the boss is. Yeah. But, but what that, <laughs> yeah. I think what uh, what that, in the bigger, bigger game, in the bigger picture, what that shows them is that a real man is someone who is gentle and caring and strong and sort of can take charge but also makes mistakes is also just human that's you know right. and I think that's uh, for me that I think that's a very important thing to show the girls well I try to make mistakes as often as possible yeah to be that person you don't even try you just wake yeah. up and you've made a mistake yeah <laughs> dad you woke up again yeah. Yeah. that was the wrong move buddy <laughs> yeah another wise person told me once that basically when if you're a parent or a, or a husband um, you just you just got to see it this way. You wake up and you're drowning in shit, right. and it's just a, it's just a matter of how much shit you can swim through to get to the surface to get at the end of the day. Right. That's all that, that was a really optimistic person you got yeah. that from. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yes, sorry to keep, keep going. No, no, no. Like keep going. Gotta, uh, no, it's, that's what it's all about. <laughs> we can just stop the podcast now. Yeah, it's a real comedy podcast stop. today. Yeah. No, no, we've injected it. We've laced it with with comedy gold. I think so. <laughs> Also laced it with heroin. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. No, no. I uh, and then just to, to talk about my two other beautiful daughters. Yep. They couldn't be more different from each other. You know, yeah, they, they are actually like chalk and cheese. Yep. And and uh, fucking cyclists. Yeah, I don't like them very. If you're much. a cyclist on the road, riding your bike on the road, why don't you go and ride off a very short pier? <laughs> In your fucking lycra and your little clicky clack shoes that you slot into your pedals. Perhaps with some uh, weights attached to them. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, they drive me nuts. They do, yeah. And I, I don't, don't like their arrogance. They just fucking yeah, keep riding, they just roll across the road. Yeah, roll across the road. Yeah. And you know what I do? Well, 
<laughs> probably many things. I, you know how like they're in your way. You're going up a windy road, up a mountain or something. And they're in your way, and they can we can ride to a breast. We're allowed to ride to a breast. <laughs> Fine, but when I go past them, I slow down and I get right in their way, and right. they get they start getting shitty. I'm like, well, fuck you. You're in my. F-. I don't really do that anymore. I used to do that when I was a bit more hot-headed, but I've calmed down in recent years. Good on you, mate. Thanks, man. Thanks. <laughs> Since doing the podcast, I've learned patience. <laughs> Barley and the podcast have taught you patience. Well, it's only good. taken forty years. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yep. But, um, oh shit! Eh? Yeah, yeah. So the yeah, two, no, two no. little so just lovely to angels. Talk about yep. them, which you know, I've had both of them with my beloved. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, the the. The five-year-old is very much kind of like her mum, where she's very, she's very careful. Yeah. She's very quiet and reserved, but then she's very can, thoughtful as well. Yeah, she lets herself go, mm. and she's a bit, bit crazy. <laughs> but for most part, you know, she's, she sort of seems like she's really taking everything in and thinking about stuff, and yeah, watches what she sort of says and does in public. <laughs> she's such a careful little lady, you know, for, for such a young age, but. Um, but that's what I love about it. I love watching. I can see in her eyes, you know, when something's exciting her. But yeah, she just doesn't want to let it out too much. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, then everyone would know. Yeah. Um, whereas the three-year-old will let everyone know. Yeah. And then everyone who doesn't want to know will She's also She's a little rocket. Know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and I love that. That sort of counteractive uh, relationship, and they sort of balance each other off really beautifully. And I, I think that's where I feel very lucky that I've got them now as well. And sort I of think to have that dynamic, to have that the younger members of the family, you know, with these older teenage kids, because I think I think the house would still be fun with the older kids and oh, just course, the older yeah. kids. But yeah. to be able to have younger kids with that. Uh, Kind of freshness and I think they innocence keep you young, they don't they? Yeah, you know, they keep you young. Yeah, that's it. And you, when everyone just needs to loosen up and just have a laugh about something silly, yeah. not something dirty, not something you know really bad, just mm. something silly, like elephant jokes. Absolutely. You know what time it is when an elephant sits on your fence? Time to get a new fence. That's buddy. it, mate. That's yeah, it. That's gentle <laughs> and hilarious. And you know what you get if an elf has sex with an ant? <laughs> an elephant. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> uh, that's great. Did yeah. you make that one up? Because that feels like it's yeah, one of your own. Yeah, that's one of mine. It's one yeah. of your Lukey originals. <laughs> right, guys, don't copyright that one because that's his. All so right. I, I, you know. I love them all anyway. But being yeah, the unofficial godfather to all your children. Yes. Uh, <laughs> this is something I've just them all, yeah. No, you did say the eldest one. Yeah, I did. I've got a claim on that him. Was official, yeah. <laughs> But I gotta say, you are after one of my kid, my son. I gotta say that your youngest one, yeah, she's one of those kids, and it happens every now and then. Yeah. Um, and I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm a clucky sort of person. Yeah. I wouldn't say I'm like a like a. Oh, <laughs> I'm not really one of those people. And you're not like Bruce. I know you are. You're not Bruce where you cluck. no fucking literally hell. cluck. Jesus. <laughs> 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 um, but the little one, yeah, she melts my heart. Yeah, it doesn't matter if she's angry, no, happy, crying, whatever. Yeah. She just as soon as I look at her, just like 
just give her everything she wants. Yes. Like, whatever she wants, just yep. give it to the kid. She does she that just, to oh, everybody. She's got these big <laughs> eyes, and yeah, she just, like, oh, like even the other day when she was crying yes. because she didn't get the dress or something, <laughs> and her, sister, yeah. uh, her other sister got it. Yeah. Do you want me like, to buy you a dress? Oh, wow. She's just so cute. <laughs> she's like, I'll go buy you a dress right now. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you all the dresses. Yes. Uh, and I'll never forget that day when, um, oh, I was a while ago now, when she'd first started sort of getting around, yeah, and I'd come over, and you just finished telling me that you're constantly have to keep an eyes in the back of your head because yes. she's always climbing stuff, yeah, and then you were like, "Oh fuck, there she is!" And she's like climbing across the windowsill, you know, like just edging along. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't too high, oh. but it was still high enough for her, if she took a fall, it would have hurt. Yes. But yeah, oh, that was funny. Well, that's that's something that we make a comparison occasionally. Second son, my you know, second boy, and her very much are like peas in a pod. Yeah. If they were the same age, they'd oh, yeah. like the same people. Yeah. I think, you know, they definitely have those character traits. Yeah. They can drive you completely bananas, but they're also adorable in their insanity. Like, yeah. <laughs> in terms of the, the, just how much they want to do, how busy they are, uh, the kind of natural danger they get themselves into. How often they hurt themselves yeah, without yeah. meaning to. You just that's go, a, oh, that's man, a common how, one. how clumsy can they be? Like, we've done everything here to stop them from doing this, and they've just poked their eye on their own hand. But that's where, <laughs> that's where, that's one of, I think there's quite a few differences between our parenting styles. Yeah. Um, and I think um, one of them is when it comes to if the children have injured themselves. Yeah. I think I'm a bit more... Get over it. Yeah, I'm a bit yeah. more like, unless they've really hurt themselves. Because yeah. I think if a kid, like, gets a dot on their finger that's yeah. red, and they come out, kind of sore. I personally feel, if I like, oh my God, like that, I feel that's going to set a trend for them to be softer. Yeah. So I've got this thing, um, I reckon maybe we could do a, a part two with the dad's thing, because yeah, maybe yeah. I could sort of talk about my girls but I just want to say this one thing yeah sorry um, no 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 no. it's good I like it oh, I've enjoyed it but um, um, and I'm enjoying the, the topic yeah. but with with my girls there's always this battle in my head because uh, I don't have any sons but I part of my half of my brain is very much like I want them to be like um, uh, what's the words like when they find a man uh, they, he's got to be a gentleman. He's yes. got to be the man. You know, he's got to be sort of make him feel safe and protected and loved and all this kind of thing. Yeah. So I, I try to be that for them. But at the same time, the other half of my brain doesn't want them to be a damsel in distress. Yeah. I don't want them to be like soft and like, or too soft, I should say, and like not be able to be independent and not be able to like change a tire and not be able to do all this stuff because that's going to come back and get them in like if they can't say if they're stranded on the side of the road and they can't change a tire because daddy always did it yeah. you know like I, 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 part of me so that's what I always struggle with and like say say for example this is just a very small example my middle child my middle daughter she'll um, we'll go shopping and I automatically I carry the bags because I'm the man and I may, maybe that's sexist but I carry the bags but she's always like grabbing the bags and that, and I sort of struggle with that well I don't want you to carry the bags because I'm the man and I should be carrying them but at the same time think 
well, yeah, she's got to learn to carry a bag. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's only a small she's example. She's trying to. Yeah, no, yeah. No, it's a small example, but it's, it, yeah, like you're saying, it's kind of like you want to instill those uh, those values in them where they don't mind. Yeah, and I've always this. got that flip-flop in my brain, like, no, no, let them do that because that will teach them to be independent and strong and tough and all that kind of stuff. So you've decided to slash their tires when they're older. I'm going to slash their tires to see how they give them all the shopping. Yeah. And go, fucking carry it all. Yeah. <laughs> you lazy so moles. Slash the tires before they go shopping. So by the time they <laughs> leave the shops, they have to carry the bags yeah. to the car and then change the tire. That's it. That's yeah. it. No, but it's always, I want them to be, and, it, and I, uh, again with the middle one as well, I've said to her over the years, because now, um, now when she was a bit younger, she used to like, like feign sickness and yep. be like, Ah, oh, my belly sore. Yeah. And then, you know, five minutes, so we go, okay, you have the day of school. Five minutes later, she's running around happy, blah, blah, blah. Can I have a Coke? And you're <laughs> like, no, you can't because you're sick. So what I've tried to say to her, very carefully, because she's quite a sensitive soul, is if you're actually genuinely sick, of course I'm going to be concerned and I'll cuddle you and I'll make you feel better and look after you. But if you're just like, oh, I've got a bit of a sore belly, like, okay, go shit it out and get on with your life. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> No, but like, don't. I don't want them to be sooky kids. I want them to be strong, independent women. You know what I mean? And I'm, well, and I'm, that's what I guess my ultimate aim is to be. I want them to be sensitive. I want them to have heart, hearts of gold, which they do. But at the same time, I don't want them to take shit if they don't need to take shit. I don't want them to sort of cop abuse or I want them to stand up for themselves. I want them to be able to go, uh, no. And I'm starting to see that with the oldest one in particular. Um, she is very much she's more like your second son and becoming quite black and white with things and being like yeah. nah that's wrong Bargain. I don't yeah. like that but now I'm trying to teach her that sometimes and I learned this the hard way there's a time and a place you have to choose your audience don't yeah. just be blah you know because not everyone wants to hear your opinion or whatever it is but it's oh, how did you, you learn that did you it took me 40 years. <laughs> yeah. No, it took me about 30 years, I think. 30 years yeah, and I yeah. started to get better with that stuff. <laughs> I just, but, sorry to not interrupt you for long. Do it, man, do it. I quickly wanted to say, yes, I agree with you that we've probably had different approaches in some of those respects, but this is where I think a lot of credit lies with my beloved, where I think she's taught me to balance uh, my softer side yeah. with a side that goes, that, okay, yeah. Okay, let's cut the nonsense here. Yeah. Let's look at it for what it is. Yeah. And be a bit more black and white when it comes to certain things. Teach them to stand on their own two feet. Yeah. Um, initiate things, be responsible and, and stuff like that. So I have heard a thank for... I think I knew those values. Yeah. But being able to put them into practice is, uh, is something else. And I think that she's definitely helped me bring that balance. See, the thing so is, though... I, you know, I owe that to her. I, I, yeah, and I, I agree. I think I think she definitely brought balance to the force. Yes. As far as that. Yeah, the force was the way big waz, on the light the side. The big force, it? yeah. Um, no, but the funny thing is, even though, like, over the years, I've seen um, how soft you've been, you know, like, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but it's Quite also... Quite <laughs> Flaccid, yeah. yeah. Uh, just a, pathetic. the mass of, pathetic. of white muscle laying <laughs> limp on the ground. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, no, no, no. But uh, your your uh, soft approach has reminded me that sometimes that's the better approach as well, well and not go. to and to calm down the militant. You know, like pea shoes on, fucker, let's go. Because yeah. <laughs> I fucking said so. That's why. <laughs> 
but but you know what I mean. Yeah. It's, it really is that balance, and what and what I've if I can pass anything on to any uh, uh, new parents or anything like that is firm but fair. That's it. Give them plenty of love and affection and attention, like lots of attention and affection and all that kind of stuff. But but at the same time, that's actually the easiest thing to give. I no think. means no. Yeah, you know, yes means yes, and that's it. There's no grey. Personally, I feel like if you give them grey, yeah. then there's a loophole for them. And the kids are clever. Kids yeah. are, they'll fuck you up. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yesterday you said it was okay not to wear <laughs> shoes, and I'm like, yeah, because it wasn't right. But it's not raining. They'll find something. They'll find a way. I think uh, to fuck with you. I heard it back in the day when I was working, you know, with kids a lot. It's like you don't give them a whole string of choices. No, you give them two. Yeah. There's or there's two steps in the, in the what you've asked them to do. Yeah. There's two things I'm I'm asking you from you right now. Yeah. And you keep it simple. Do you want to eat or yeah. do you want to not eat? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> basically, yeah. 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 You either eat what you've got there. Yeah. Or or nothing. There's yeah. There's nothing yep. right now. Yeah. And that's that's not going to happen. So <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a good thing to. Uh, to stick to if you can. See, I feel I've I've definitely got softer as I've got older, yeah. and I don't mean in the bedroom, boys and girls. <laughs> no flaccidity <laughs> over there, is there, buddy? Um, yeah, I've definitely. I think uh, my middle daughter made a joke with you not so long ago about how, like, I was sort of throwing my weight around, going, "Yeah, I'd bloody tell them no," and uh, and then she's like. Yeah, but, you know, quite often, Dad, you say, no, you're not getting a treat after dinner because you didn't eat all your peas. Yeah. And she goes, but then you smuggle in lollies later. <laughs> <laughs> I love but you guys, really. What I try to do with the kids uh, is, is, and some people balk at this idea, like, but I, I don't know, it, it seems to work for me and my kids. I'm definitely always their dad first, but I'm also their friend. And I think you're similar. I think you're... Oh, uh, very much so. It seems very much like that with you and your kids. That you're I think the, sometimes you're the, we're you're too much friend. friends, yeah. Sometimes. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Because they do right, treat yeah. me like that, you know. They beat, they beat <laughs> yeah. me up, they fart on me, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know. <laughs> they uh, call me silly and names. And that's just a three-year-old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they smack me on the Fuck ass. Dad, you're a fucking human toilet to me, yeah. mate. <laughs> No, no, but I, that's the uh, thing. I actually don't mind that stuff. So, yeah, yeah. Was no, there anything good. else you wanted to say specifically about your kids? Because I, I did want to grab the line. No, I'm know, actually feeling uh, maybe we can continue on to the next All episode right. twenty. Though you want to do that? Because I'm yeah, enjoying I'm, it. I'm enjoying talking about the kids and absolutely. the parenting. And absolutely, I think it's a big one. You know, like the religion well, we touched there's on. There's no while stop ago. to it, is there? Really? I well, mean, that's we, it. Yeah. You can keep self-assessing your parenting style forever yeah oh so. well actually it's funny you say that because that was one of the points i wanted to make i think um and i and i don't think this is being arrogant at all i think what makes one of the things that make you and i great dads or great parents is the fact that we do constantly reassess that's we don't just go about, this is me and that's it you know i think that's a very <laughs> old-fashioned way to think like it or lump it i think i might be a little bit more that way but i do honestly like i constantly think Oh, it was probably too harsh. I could do this. I need to fix better. that. Yeah. Or I was too soft and I need to fix that. Or whatever it is. Um, yeah, I'm constantly thinking how I can make things better for the kids. Well, you know? like yeah. I'll tell you one thing. Definitely, if there's if there is something that comes up like that where there's conflict, uh, I think rather than letting it fester and build and extend out and become something bigger than what it needed to be, it's something where. It's very easy, yeah, to give them a hug 
Oh yeah. And just say I love you. That's right. Let's let's you know what can we do to work through this? What can we do to fix it? And just do it from there. And if yep. it takes you having to say I'm sorry, even if you maybe feel like you weren't completely in the wrong. Wow, those lights are very dim. Yeah, they are. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. It's it's uh, you know it's what's to hurt. It's your kids. You know. Yep. It's, it's not that hard. It's not going to cost you any honour. Yep. To be able to fix a relationship with the kids. In fact, it takes all the strength in the world to just admit fault and try and repair it. So, but yeah, not to grandstand or preach or anything like no, that. No, no, certainly think not. If you're out there and you're listening and, you know, it's resonated a bit or made you think about your own kids, if you're fortunate enough like us to have them, or just somebody very special in your life, really. Yeah, it doesn't really right, have yeah. to be your kids, just someone that you nurture and have been a role and dominate, model. dominate, yeah. Yeah, dominate. <laughs> Look, yeah, your gimp, um, your leather-clad, zipped-up gimp who's kept in the box <laughs> yeah. under your bed. Do as I say, not as I do, you gimp. You might just want to drag them out and give them a little kiss on yeah. the forehead, yeah. you know, which is a rarity. Well, I think, I think, uh, go, go, go back to the kids' part, yeah. um, I'd, I've lost count how many times I've just hugged them. Yeah. And that just says it all. You know what I mean? It doesn't it does need to be a long lecture or, or anything like that. It can just be... Come here. You're right. But honestly, you know, it like, does you the world of good as well. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah like yeah. that's great for their comfort because that does everything for them. Yep. But it actually helps you. It can fill you with so much just to hug them, and you know, it's not weak. It's not. It's not some sort of strange, over affectionate thing to do. It's very yeah, easy. That's right. Put your arms out, give them a hug, and hug them tight. Tell them how much they mean to you. And, what you can learn from them and all the rest of it. Keep it simple and keep it short, but yeah. treasure them always because uh, they're amazing. They're I've amazing. also found with, with girls, and, and, and I'm, I'm sure you've probably got a similar thing with boys, but maybe not exactly the same. Yeah. Um, but I'll, I'll always affir- affirm with the kids yeah. where I tell them how beautiful they are, of course. how wonderful they are, yeah. how cool they are, how funny they are. You know, like I think just a simple, especially uh, I think the little ones, um, not expect it, but it's almost like a given. Like, yeah, dad's, yeah. you know, he's going to cuddle me and tell me I'm beautiful. Yeah, they but think when they're amazing. older, that's when I think you've got to make sure you keep that connection there. Yeah. And like just the other day, I was in, we were in the car and I looked at my eldest daughter and thought she looked particularly beautiful that day. So I told her, I put, I did that, the typical tucking the hair behind the ear to get it out of her face. I said, you look really nice today. And she's like, oh, thanks. You did that to me in yeah. year 10, didn't you? I did, often, yeah. Especially while you were sleeping. Yeah. You're so, so beautiful, so, Warren. One day I'll have you, you to myself my in the car and I'll tell you how I really we'll feel. Our together. And we'll mix our sperm together. <laughs> yeah. Guess what time it is, Warren? Are we there already? We're there we? already. Time to Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> Post-apocalyptic saga, chapter 13. This is an emergency warning. The current threat level is emergency, meaning that an emergency is in progress that will affect you and you should take action now to ensure your survival. A biohazard outbreak is in progress. This has resulted in an airborne plague causing victims to be transformed into zombies. We're told that most of the injuries are bites, not gunshot or stab wounds, as we were led to believe earlier. We've got to be as quiet as we fucking can. If they see us, hear us, smell us, we're fucked. 
and we're and back, back in. in. <laughs> no Bruce file today, mate. Um, nah. nah well, let's keep it clean, eh? Yeah, let's keep, keep it clean. clean. Let's, let's keep it clean. <laughs> Apart from the mix and the sperm. <laughs> <I mean>. uh, <laughs> let's let bygones be bygones. Sad jazzy. Uh, oh, all right, okay, so, give us a recap, buddy. Okay, so post-apocalyptic saga chapter 13. If you have no idea what we're talking about and you just tuned in for some oh. worldly parental advice, <laughs> we do apologise, but we also do this post-apocalyptic saga. Um, now, Warren, you are actually right. It, it did start in episode 7. So it's if you don't know what we're talking about and you go, oh, what is this thing about? Go back to chap- uh, sorry, episode 7 of our Fly on the Wall podcast to hear the very first chapter of the post-apocalyptic saga and you'll know all about it and where we're going and follow each 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 show uh, each week instead of yeah listening to an extremely extensive uh, recap yeah yeah that's what we were trying to keep it snappy yeah. yeah so okay so let's uh, cut to the chase Although so the, the saga's go for about half an hour now oh they're good so we're snappy. getting a lot of good feedback about it and yeah. uh, people were getting involved even people that thought they probably wouldn't be interested you know what are guys interested. we love it and I think it comes down to our acting abilities yeah <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> uh, Rock, paper, uh, scissors does a lot for uh, the uh, it does. magnetism it does. of a story. Just before we continue, I wanted yep. to uh, just uh, shout out to uh, Bjorn Stormborn. Yeah. Who, uh, he actually gave us the idea. Now, if you remember, he back in uh, episode 7, um, he'd said to us that we should discuss... Uh, what we would do in a in a Mad Max Fury Road yeah. situation. Yeah, yeah. Then we like, came up with the idea of doing a, an ongoing saga. That's right. But the, the the seed was planted when he when he injected his sperm into yes. us. No, yeah. no, it went back, back all so the way back there. So I just wanted thought. to say, if you are still listening, uh, Stormborn, uh, he hasn't really gone back in touch, has he? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well. He was he was on the blog, so I haven't right. I haven't been on the blog for a while. So, ah. but he was pretty quiet as far as commenting and stuff like that. Anyway, but anyway, if you are listening, my friend, I hope you're enjoying where the saga's gone. It's definitely gone very Fury Road now, <laughs> uh, or almost, I suppose. Yeah, it's getting there. Uh, yeah. Anyway, without further ado, let's get into it. So, I uh, I'm separated from uh, from Warren and Keith. I'm off with Glenn. Our relationship we... wasn't working. <laughs> yeah. And, uh... We, uh, we went day. to a guidance counsellor yeah. and he just said, look, you guys need some space. You need, you some, need space. some time. About 600 k. When you do get back together, you need to use stones on your backs <laughs> and acupuncture and some candles and some Enya. And yeah, and really take your time with the love making. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, Glenn and I have gone off to forge our own adventure. We killed the butcher who was uh, menacing us, menacing... Yeah. That's okay. Okay. Yeah, rock with, um, it. rock with it. Coming after us. And then we got captured by his brother, who was called the player. And I had to fight him, and uh, I won. To the was, death! Which was great. Yes. And then Glenn and I uh, managed to escape um, and heard some sirens and heard some uh, megaphones and uh, some sort of authority trundling around outside in, in vans with the words... were. Uh, Rise and blazoned across the sides of them. Um, they came in and took the mutant who had sort of been marauding around as well. <laughs> Changed to some slot machines. That's right. 
one-armed <laughs> bandits your favorite, yeah. or pokey machines. Yeah. Yep, yep, <laughs> slut machines. Um, just making sure the visuals are there. You know, yeah, yeah, no, go visuals. for it, go for it. And, uh, yeah, and then just at the end of last week's episode or uh, uh, chapter, Glenn and I had stumbled across. We were sort of rummaging around. So the vans took off with the, with the mutant. We were sort of wandering around the rubble um, and sort of wondering what to do next and foraging for a bit of food and grub and stuff like that. And uh, we heard um, a radio crackling and we heard the CDC... Uh, a gentleman from the CDC talking about how you know what's happened and the Ebola virus isn't quite the Ebola virus and it's, it's just gone a bit crazy. And then we also heard him getting shot yes. um, by uh, quite a surprise that yeah, yeah. What we can only imagine to be um, a girl got on the on the radio and started talking as well and basically told us and told anyone else who was listening that the CDC was behind the whole plague virus thing. And also the government. Um, so yeah. she basically advised us to get ourselves armed and, uh, yeah, prepare ourselves for... A, a fiery warrior rebel princess, priestess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's where we were left. Uh, Warren, do you want to tell us where Epic. you were left? And then I'll go into my no problem chapter. Well, we're back up in the, uh, the bright region where a lot of this saga had been taking place you for a Keith. while there, yep. several weeks. Uh, we're now a couple of months in, of course. Um, Keith and I had been with Pappy, uh, our compound had been raided by this mysterious group, um, and some of our number have been taken captive, uh, a lot escaped. We tracked them on the ATV with a trailer set up, and I recovered there from my uh, hand amputation. Keith had fashioned me a, a new kind of simplistic steampunk type arm, uh, and we eventually tracked them to a quarry site which was uh, for most part disused, but there's some old buildings uh, that uh, some other kind of business down the very bottom um, and a, like a small lake. And we found the survivors that did get away in a cavern that sort of comes off the, uh, we sort of came out onto an overhang and, and underneath that was this cavern. It went quite far into the, to the mountain underneath there. And, uh, that's where they've been hiding out for the last few days while we've been trying to find them. And so we were very lucky to find them as there were a couple of kids playing in the water and just a short stint outside before they went back in. Uh, that night, by the light of Kero lanterns, I've heard uh, some animalistic grunting noises and found down one of the caverns after hearing a blood-curdling female scream, uh, Keith had taken a huge bite out of Pappy's shoulder while having quite vigorous sex with her. Pappy is Glenn's wife. Yeah, Pappy right. is Glenn's wife. Look, there's a lot of drama. You have to go back and check it all out. Um, and then in that moment, I've run down the corridor and and found that situation where uh, he did attempt to attack Pappy more, but he failed because I managed to stop him. Uh, and then he's tried to also kill me. And we've ended up falling down a mine shaft. Uh, and I've gotten caught about 10 meters down so taking quite a fall and smashed into some sort of ledge but maybe some old truss beams and things that are kind of sticking out of this shaft uh, whereas Keith the mutant the mutant version now because we've lost all traces of him in that moment uh, has fallen away into the darkness as far as we know never to be seen again and that is where we left off. Yep. From my part. So you go, mate. You well, I reckon for a minute, let's let's just talk about the environment. Okay. The uh, where what's happening to the world. Yeah. What we, yeah. What we know. 
like the, as us as outsiders yep. for now like let's step outside of our characters All right. and be like okay so what we thought was the Ebola virus yep. we now know is something else it, it, it kills people for yes. sure and if it doesn't kill you um, you, there's two options. You basically start to mutate, yes, or you seem like you're completely impervious you're immune, to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we know that we know that the world is well, the world around us, as far as we know, Australia um, has pretty much turned to shit. And we're talking maybe three months in now. Yeah, it's yeah. turned to shit pretty quickly. Um, yeah, we know that much. We like like people have just gone pretty feral. Uh, and now we also, as of last week, we also know that there is a government body out there. There is the CDC, and we've been told we know they're all behind it. So, any views, philosophies, thoughts on on what the world is? Do you reckon it's the, the whole world? The world? Do you reckon it's Australia, just Australia? Do you reckon it's um, just Victoria? Do you reckon you know? We don't know too much, but we, we've got these little snippets of clues. I guess in my mind, I feel like it's the whole world. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I mean, there could be massive swathes of land, you know, in the middle of Siberia or Africa or something that aren't affected. But as far as we are aware and as far as, um, you know, I guess developed countries where you've got, you're connected, you know, via the web and everything, all you can tell is that everything's fallen to shit. Yeah. But but that's that's right. As far as we know, yeah, exactly. our infrastructure exactly. has fallen apart and yeah. actually very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because as the CDC message announced, it's like seventy to eighty percent of people die. That's right. Due to the effects of this uh, this virus. Yeah. Um, and so I, I did wonder when you'd said. Sorry, we'll just go to a short break. Okay. Sorry. Okay, I'm gonna tell y'all. I just woke up, so I'm gonna try to make this sound good. Hold on. Good morning from the Ozarks, Missouri. This is Emily, and you're listening to Fly on the Wall podcast. Uh, stand by for dead air. My name's Paul, and I'm an entomologist. I used to think I knew a thing or two about flies. I've been a fly in the ointment. I've been known to fly low, fly solo, fly undone, fly off the handle, even give a flying... Well, you get the idea. But I never knew what a pleasure it was to be a fly on the wall until I discovered the dulcet tones and life-affirming wisdom of Luke and Warren and their Fly on the Wall podcast. Sorry about that, guys. We just had to uh, make sure we slotted in some ads. Uh, so, Warren, continue, my friend. Okay, so what I was basically saying was, uh, as far as we know, because tech has fallen apart so quickly, we've had so many people die, and I guess what I was thinking about when you were talking about coming back to Melbourne, yeah. being brought back down to Melbourne, is, you know, Melbourne is a, has a population of 5 million people in the wider area. Wow, yeah. Um, now, I'm assuming a certain amount of people would have gotten out of the city. Yep. A certain amount of people probably thought they were maybe safer in the city. Yep. So I'm wondering what the city looks like at the moment. You sort of described it briefly well, that, as a very kind of post-apocalyptic abandoned city sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, but I think only just started that. I yeah. Think still like litter around the streets and stuff what like that. What about people? Like, are there... Well, like, like on the CDC message, I yeah. think it said, what did he say, 70 to 80%, 80% of people were dead. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so that, are there bodies everywhere or is it literally like groups like this have been 
uh, collecting and burning or taking away the bodies very quickly. I get the feeling that, um, because we're about three months in now, yeah. I get the feeling that there would have been a it's, lot of bodies. taken. And yeah, they've either, right. yeah, sort of rotted away mostly or wow. been taken away or something. But I feel like the wave of death came quick. Yeah. And it's not an ongoing thing now. People aren't still and we dying were out of the it. city when, when yeah. the main sort of swathe of death came. That's right. I feel now there are the survivors like us and yeah. they're the, the mutants now. And the mutants. I don't feel like there's people that are dying or, or you know what I mean? Like right. I feel, it's, yeah. it's sort of, it's the ones that have been infected later, you know, due to wounds or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the ones that have died immediately have died immediately. Yeah. Like, okay. Whereas, so, whereas far as visually, I think, yeah, I think, I think you'd still get... It's not going to be like rubble everywhere. I yeah. feel like some places have been fallen down or been quite smashed up by looters and all that well, kind of thing. Well, that's it. So who buy... You know, it's not like it's been a war. Yeah. So it's by the people that just have gone nuts yeah. when they saw everything falling apart. And I feel, I feel like you've got... So you've got the mutants that are like all, at all different levels. You've got yeah. people that have just got like Keith... Who's got the mutated arm and it's definitely spreading? You've yeah. got the full mutant people. You've got yep. people that are just slightly infected, but then you've also got, I reckon, people that like the butcher and the player, yep. who went just went fuck. Yep, okay, time for us to, to, to dominate. Yeah, yep. and then you've got people like us who are just trying to get by and do our thing. So you yep. got, got those. Yeah, like Sounds like we're saying, the only people that got, got ourselves three together. Types of people yeah. in the world. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but that's and and then so therefore the people that have cottoned on to the fact that there's mutants. Um, there's also this CDC and government yeah. body, and there's also uh, nutcases out there. Everyone else who's fair, let's call them normal people, like yeah. you and I, yeah. which is a stretch, uh, <laughs> we're kind of laying low. We're yeah. kind of just on the outskirts, just trying to do our thing, you know? I like, feel like there'll there. be similar groups out here. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. But where will be the trick? Yeah, because there are... I mean, Victoria is... Yeah, it's a small state in comparison to the rest of the country. But yeah. Victoria's as big as the UK. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot There's a lot around yeah, to hide. Right. And, uh, you know, even us up in the northeast, I think that it'd be very isolated now. Yeah, I'd With say the so. amount of people that must have died. Well, where you and Keith are. Yeah, yeah, very much sure, so. For sure, yeah. So now it's really hit you guys because you can see... We can see the devastation. Yeah. But we're probably not too much the wiser yeah. at this point because we've sort of been kept away from any main population. Yeah, as far as experiences, your experiences could be just a wild night in the country. <laughs> yeah. You know, with, That's some, right. with some country hillbillies. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, but, but it definitely, it's sort of, the, the more you think about it, it's... Uh, yeah, it's definitely it creates some great visuals. That's why I felt like the Crown Casino yeah. would be a real slap in the face to go right. We're at one of the the most one of, one of the Do more those fire fire things nah, still go off gone. every five minutes. Nah, <laughs> it's just spooge. No, nah. yeah. um, but that's one of the more iconic places in Melbourne, yeah. and it's a big glitzy place. And I just thought if that's falling apart, that's just a The hole, rest yeah. of Melbourne is it's falling <laughs> behind. You know? Wow. So okay, so let's get into it. So, uh, Glenn and I, as I said, we've, we've sort of dragged us out of, the, out of the rubble. We've heard that radio message, and it's kind of it's kind of alarmed us, yeah. but also made us go, well, there's resistance fighters out there. So, that's that's kind of yeah. reassuring. Yep. So, we sort of think to it, we have a bit of a chat, and we sort of think, okay, well, I've got to get some medical attention on my ear and my shoulder, because I've lost my, I've got my ear up, cut yeah. off and <laughs> sli- a, a burger-sized slice of my arm, <laughs> uh, off my shoulder. Um, yeah, so we've decided we've got to we've got to get some medical attention. We've also got to get some food and water into us as well. 
So we think, okay, well, let's get out. Let's get our priorities right and get out and start doing a bit of that, a bit of a bit of rummaging, um, scavenging. But we decide that we're only going to do that at night because we just feel during the day, who knows what we're going to wow, bump into. Wow, yeah, in the depths of the city. So at least at night, we've got the cover of darkness. Um, when we are moving around at night, there's there's bits of light here and there. We see like some flames and bits and pieces and stuff like that, but yep. nothing like the city was once. It was not a, you know, a glitzy place anymore, that's for sure. Um, so... Apart from you know a few rabid dogs and that kind of thing, we're not we don't really come across anyone for the next few nights, the few days. We sort of just keep rummaging. We we manage to find bits and pieces from chemists to at least uh, um, you know disinfect my wounds and and Glenn bandages them up as best he can and all that yeah, kind of thing. He's always been a nurse kind of character. <laughs> yeah, he? he's got a, a little nurse outfit yeah. on, very sexy legs, Glenn. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and uh, you know that we're sort of just you know making our way through the city. We're kind of we've 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 discussed that we of course we want to find our friends and family, but at this stage in the in the in the journey, we're just sort of thinking, well, we just need to survive for now. And if yeah. we do find people, we'll try and suss them out from afar, see what kind of people they are. are they insane? Are they cannibals? Or what are they? Or are they resistance fighters that we might be able to you know join 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 up with sort of thing so what what are your feelings in regards to no you know the knowledge of where you are in comparison to where you know the people that you care about are i feel like um i feel like we've just had to dig deep and go we just got to get on with it we just gotta we just gotta harden the fuck up and Try sort of work it out almost you know. put that out of our mind and just yep. concentrate on on each day and what's in front of us yeah um one step at a time you know what i mean um so we're doing that we're basically doing that um, we're three or four days in, trekking through. Um, I'm bandaged up. Um, we've still got our our melee weapons. We've we've got a you know a rucksack of food and yep. and drink and stuff like that. We've managed to find. Then um, one one night we're sort of travelling along and we see a flame in the sky. Like, what the fuck is that? Glenn points it out first. It's like what what the fuck is that, Luke? <laughs> we see this flame appear oh, yeah. and it disappears. Oh yeah. What is that? So we, we lay low, we take cover behind, you know, like a, um, a van that's on its side. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Plumber's van. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're sort of laying low behind that. And lo and behold, we see a hot air balloon. Yes. <laughs> Slowly lower itself into like a... Uh, right. A, uh, what do you call it? A Like an intersection, what was once a busy intersection of right. Melbourne. Yep. Right in the centre. Right. And a, a chap gets out. Obviously, it's at night, so we can't really make him out. But we sort of see this, this uh, sort of. Uh, he looks ragged. He looks old. You can tell by his movements that he's an older fella. Right. And he hops out, and he just he just seems to be doing what we've been doing. He's scavenging for food, and all that kind of stuff. He suddenly In flashes his hot on, air balloon. Yeah. He suddenly yeah. flashes on a light, and yep. you can see that he's like looking through piles of rubbish and bins and that kind of thing for food and, and whatever else he can find and he's, he's loading stuff into his his basket <laughs> his hot air balloon basket yeah, his hamper so Glenn and I whisper to each, to each other and we're like what do we do do we call out to him do we approach this guy he could be armed we don't yeah. know who you know could be he could be one of the players dudes he could be one of the butchers dudes we don't know who this guy is but we thought well he looks old there's two of us there's one of him maybe we can just sort of we don't want to, you know, scare him, but at the same time, with strength in numbers, we might be able to just go, hey, g'day, mate, how you going? Like, what's going on? <laughs> so, so easy going. Yeah, yeah, so we do that. We do exactly that. Right. Glenn calls out and goes, hey, mate, how you going? 
and he, we startle the dude. He obviously turns around and he calls out, I've got a gun. And we're like, yeah, yeah, we've got guns too. So we lie to him. Yep. We've got guns too, but we, you know, we don't want trouble. We just, we're, we're from the country. We've, we found ourselves in the city. What's, we just want to know what's going on. He goes, who, how many of you? And he goes, we're, you know, just two of us. We're still calling out from the dark. He goes, show me you. Come out into the light where I can see you. I'm like thinking, fuck, you know, like he could just shoot us, yep. take our shit. I don't know, but we, we we agree, let's just do it. So we step out. Our hearts are in our throats. We're, we're you know obviously pretty worried. Step out, but he comes over and he goes, okay, so just two of you. And he gets closer to us, and we see that he's probably in his 60s. This guy, he is quite rough. He looks like an old hippie. He's got like dreads. He's got like things tied into his rags and bells and whistles and little trinkets and stuff he's found. <laughs> And uh, yeah, he goes, all right, so where are you from? And we have a bit of a, chit, uh, a, ch- uh, a chat with him. Um, he shares us some food. He's got a, a flask of alcohol that he passes to us. And we all take a couple of swigs of that. And all things are good. So we're sort of thinking, okay, this guy's good. And then he sort of says to us, well, he goes, look, you know. Do you like uh, donuts? <laughs> yeah, you want to suck my cock, guys? Uh, you know, there's no one else around. So, uh, and I obviously say, well, mate, first of all, I'm a man. <laughs> And I'm um, a bit drunk, so absolutely, let's <laughs> yeah. suck some dick. No, <laughs> uh, no. So uh, he goes, look, oh, you know, we've got a we've got a little camp um, just across the river. Um, there's only a few of us, there's, um, you know, but you're welcome to come and stay with us for a while until you sort of know your get your bearings and figure out what you're going to do. Yeah. Glenn and I sort of look at each other, think, yeah, okay, seems good, no worries. And we're like, so where'd you get the hot air balloon? He goes, well, that's what that was what my job was. Uh, back in the day, um, he goes, you know, you always saw hot air balloons over Melbourne, and goes, well, we ran the biggest company. So. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, so it just right. made sense. He goes, so this guy's called the balloonist. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually thought Boggs was a good name. Oh, yeah, I don't know why. Name. Boggs the balloonist. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so we, uh, yeah, we jump into the basket with him, and through the, the dead of night, we yeah. um, silently... Drift off into the clouds. Epic. Yeah. Is that it, is it? <laughs> That's it for this week, mate. So you can uh, jump into yours. Go. Hot air balloon. There you go. Yeah. It's okay. got, it's got you know, uh, that sort of vibe of Mad Max 2 with the dude with the, with the giant yeah, helicopter. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he comes in, picks him up. Yeah, that's, that's it. great. Okay, so this is going to take a little bit of a... a a change, well, not a change of direction, so to speak, but get change of bam, uh, character bam, focus. Bam, bam. Because, of course, you know, yes, we are the characters we're playing ourselves, so to speak. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> dramatised, exaggerated versions of ourselves. But I have been, of course, caught and fallen down this shaft. Yeah. Now, as far as everyone is concerned, I've actually fallen to my death. Yeah. Uh, because it's 10 metres down, and I'm actually... Like out cold, like I mean, that's it's too far to really just fall and hurt yourself unless you're very, very lucky. I think everyone's hoping you're dead. I think they're probably going, Well, that's probably enough for that guy anyway. We've had he's been the main character for you know 13 weeks. Um, we, we need to we need to get a different focus going on. But what's happened is with the fight with Keith and you know, the poor old arms copped it a couple of times. I stopped him once when we were in the forest with the ATV. Um, and then we've had this fight in the in the mine before falling down the shaft. So that very new wound and stump, the cauterized uh, wound where he cut my hand off, has kind of reopened again, and especially on the fall. Ouch. I've sort of broken, you know, a couple of bones. Yeah. And I'm kind of jammed and wedged between these old timbers in the side of the this 
vertical drop. And that's what's caught my fall and stopped me falling too far. But it's also pinned me there um, and I'm knocked out. Keith, obviously, completely gone. Gone into the darkness. Now, I, I'm out for, uh, well, it could be several days. But what we don't realise now is that the infection uh, has moved into me because of my contact with Keith. So blood on blood. Blood on blood and, and also Keith's been you know, directly involved with the operating on, well, operating, oh, yeah. we lose yep. that term, <laughs> use it very loosely. Yep. Um, but there's an interesting change. The augmentation. Of, it's, it's a change of direction in terms of what it does here because I lost a limb. I lost part of my, my body. What the infection does is actually start to grow tendrils and uh, new kind of ligaments and, and tendons yep. from the stump. Okay. And send it through the arm. Okay, yeah. Into the mechanical... Uh, into the mechanical yeah, section, right, like, a, right. like tree roots through a, a building. Yeah. Um, so very quickly as well. Fairly quickly, yep, like right. over a few days, and I'm knocked out. Yeah. Um, and also there's bone breaks through other parts of my body, like, you know, a collarbone here and, you know, a thigh bone here. But the because of the effect of the damaged parts of the body, the infection has worked differently. Yeah. So it's actually kind of uh, incorporated the arm into part of the... the the bio kind of part of me. Okay, yeah. Um, and also done internally some other things where the brakes were. Yep. So, but look, that's where it's basically So it sort of left. mended your body, it's but, a, sort of but mended, amalgamated it, with the... Uh, yeah, it augmented with augmented, the arm. Augmented, yeah. Because it was there. Yep. So it's kind of just, yeah, it's grown into it. Yep. Um, if you can imagine that. So the, it doesn't create a hand, it doesn't grow a new arm. Yeah. But it sent out these basically essentially new muscles and ligaments yeah, into okay. the, the gears and uh, And so now does the cogs. arm look can you actually see half flesh, half yes. mechanical bits? Yeah, yeah it's, cool. it's all that's kind cool. of yeah. it, but it looks pretty <laughs> yeah. Pretty ugly. Yeah. But yeah. it's uh but yeah, even the two fingers and the thumb, yeah. it kind of has little veins on the outside. Yeah. It's okay. all gone up into it. And uh, just because that's fucking cool. Yeah, that is cool. <laughs> Although I am kind of imagining like the penguin's hand, like Danny DeVito's penguin it's, well, hand. It, that's it's <laughs> like a mechanical version of yeah. that because it is just the two, <laughs> yeah. the two fingers. Yeah. With like a single uh, joint to bend them. Yeah. And the one thumb. Um, but look, I'm out of it. Uh, you know, I've got uh, you know no consciousness of, of that happening. Yeah. That's happening while I'm pinned there. So Pappy, in this mind shaft. Pappy is yeah. is all right. But uh, she's also been quite badly wounded on the shoulder, and she thinks you're dead. So, she thinks you're gone. Oh, she already thought. And I was everyone dead. else she's, does as well. They call. They call out. Yeah. But, but I'm out. You know, yeah. I'm out cold, so I can't reply. So they're assuming that both Keith and I have perished gone. by yeah. falling down the mine shaft, um, and they're none the wiser. So what they've done, and your brothers-in-law and their uh, respective other halves, yeah. have sort of taken control. You know, like they've sort yeah. of put themselves in a position of. Uh, like well, let's make the decisions here. We need to do do some pretty heady things. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think you'll probably remember I said that there's like a work site at the bottom of the quarry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where there were some portable buildings, gantries, and so on. They've actually found like a Toyota coaster, like bus. Oh, nice. That uh, was sitting down there, and also some some apparatus from the operation of the mine. It wasn't a big operation. Um, because this was all an old site, but they did something else there just in terms of the dig, the old dig. And uh, they decide to basically fortify the bus uh, for road travel because cool. 
through uh, scoping out the the further, they've been trying to work out where the rest of the family were taken, and they've worked out that there's actually a compound of this secret military, uh, you know, paramilitary organisation in the city of Wangaratta. Okay. And uh, which is yeah, it's probably a good you know, 60 or 70 kilometres from where we are. Uh, but they intend on basically going there and trying to retrieve our family and they want to do it as militantly as possible. They understand that it's not a big outpost. It's essentially like an armoured car, some kind of Hummer. Yep. And then they've they've fortified themselves in like an old warehouse, okay. this group. Um, and they're operating out of there. They have a bit in of... Wangaratta. In Wangaratta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the industrial heart of Wangaratta. And they have, like, a pen where they keep some of the mutated people oh, that have right. survived. Oh, okay. wow. Um, they found this out because some of your brothers-in-law have actually scoped it out on an ATV or whatever. And they okay. come back. Yep. They have rifles. They have scopes. Yep. So they've tried to uh, build up an idea of what the establishment is like there. And they've realised that it's perhaps not as powerful as it seemed yep. on the night of the attack. I think the surprise was the thing that made it so terrifying at the time. We weren't expecting that kind of organisation. Yeah. Now they're feeling, like, empowered and also pissed off, um, and so they want to do something back. Okay. So they're so going to leave... So this is the butchers' dudes? This, no, this is the, the oh. force that captured our oh, family Oh, yeah, members. yeah, sorry, sorry. I'm no, no, that's out. all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, possibly part of this Rise organisation. Yeah, okay, knows? yeah. And uh, they... So they put a bulldozer... Uh, bucket yep. onto the front of this bus. Nice. They sort of like uh, they, there's welding gear. There's all shovel. sorts of yep. stuff. Yeah. So they put that there as almost a shield as well. Um, they put corrugated iron and steel panels over the windows. Yeah. Uh, and any of the weak points. They also try to armor up the wheels as much as they can. And they set it up where it can take maybe ten people. It also has a couple of turrets, yep, nice. front and back, nice. <laughs> and then uh, firing holes yep. around in a couple of positions around the whole car, and oh, sorry, around the whole bus. But they choose to leave the, I guess the you know the younger family members and uh, a big portion of people in the mines. Uh, but we find one of the old. You'll recall I mentioned one of the. There's lots of different entrance points into this system along that cliff face. Yep. So they've basically found one that they can set up. They've taken a lot of supplies from the the portable buildings. There's first aid. Um, they had some you know food supplies like tinned food and stuff like that. Um, and they've also had things like a generator. Um, some lights and things and some some you know, tools. Not really any weapons, okay. but they've been able to secure the the uh, the living environment within a cave system uh, where it's it's very very secluded. It's quite deep into the system, and hopefully everyone's going to be safe for the meantime. And they've worked out a, a I guess a way of um, you know either bugging out of there, yeah, okay, or which is smart, or yeah, fighting. Yeah. So they've they've got a system. They've, okay, they've, that's they've good. Methodical and worked it out. But yeah, I'm still knocked out and left for dead. And they're going to get this bus ready for a raid on <laughs> Wangaratta. Yeah, that's so the cool. brothers-in-law and their wives. Yep. Uh, the ones on the bus taking charge. So they're going to go. Uh, yeah, they're going to go and check out Wangaratta. So are they are they going back for a bit of payback or what's the what's well the they're hoping to retrieve the other family members yeah, that okay, have been taken okay. captive because I'd say there was quite a few wasn't there that were actually taken about 20 
Okay, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. yeah, so 30 were killed That's on right. the night. That's and right. And there's probably about 20, including Keith and my family, yeah. uh, that are being held captive. Jesus. So, uh, yeah, they're, they're basically going to go and check that out. So off yep. they go. That's them on their way to Wangaratta. Wow. So, yeah, two very different, uh, you know, side stories now, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, both interesting. Be intrigued. Yeah. What I'm what I'm intrigued by is, and obviously we don't know because we sort of make this shit up as we go along. That's right. But is if if and how and when you and I will actually reunite? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got ideas, but obviously these are things that can't happen overnight. Because obviously, like in the last episode, you could have died when yeah. you were fighting Keith. In yeah. the episode before that, I could have died. And I think we need more opportunities to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that makes it more realistic it and does. more fun. For us, yeah, yeah. And, the, and the listener. Um, Am I going the right way? Uh, I'm not sure. Oh, you can go this way. Go down there, please. Okay. Pleasant. Yep. yep. Um, now, before we go any further, before yep. we do a bit of a recap, I just wanted to say a very, very big thank you to oh, yeah. Ian Vader. Now, that's his Instagram name. <laughs> um, so you can go follow Ian Vader, if you're in, especially if you're into Star Wars. He's got a few sort of more vintage-type posters. He's mad into Star Wars. Um, he's, he's also one of my customers, and he's a lovely little fella, and he listens to the show religiously. He's, uh, he's got a quiet sort of demeanor, I suppose, about him. Um, yeah, he keeps to himself, likes his geeky sort of stuff. Loves the post-apocalyptic saga. Wow. Loves the podcast. And I uh, went and, I don't like to say serviced him, but I, <laughs> I but went... you just did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I went and, went and saw him today and <laughs> did a few jobs for him. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and he surprised me uh, by uh, with, a, with a T-shirt, a fly-on-the-wall T-shirt with our logo on it, the colourful wow. um, picture that you've drawn for 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 our little Stop. podcast, humble yeah. little podcast. And yeah, he's made a t-shirt for me and he made a t-shirt for Big Waz. And he, ma- he actually got three done. So he's got a connection with a printing company. Wow. And he actually got three done, large, extra large, and extra, extra large. And he said, whichever one doesn't fit us, then he'll keep as a bit of a souvenir. Um, yeah. And so I reckon eventually Big Waz, we might maybe get a photo of us wearing them yeah, and then put that on the Instagram so people can come and see it. But Indeed. again, but thank, thank you, you so much, Ian. Ian with a Y, I-Y, I-Y-A-N, Vader is his, uh, is his handle, I suppose you call it, on Instagram. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so follow him. Really, really nice chap. And uh, I've yeah. got to say, the t-shirt came up beautifully. I'm wearing mine now and you I are. love it. Mine's, mine, I'm not sure if you saw the difference, but the one that you've got is yeah. a little bit brighter. Yeah, it did, Mine's yeah, a bit it more a vintage a bit more faded sort yeah. of looking, and I like that. But um, I don't think that was a planned thing. I think that's just how they sort of turned out. But, no, no. Um, I'll tell you what, though. It's exciting to see it as a T-shirt. So yeah. Thank so, you so much. What a great surprise. And who knows? Maybe this could lead to a bit of a merch thing for yep. us eventually. We'll have to work out the details on that. But, yeah. Um, so thank you very much for that. Really, really do appreciate it. You're a, you're a top bloke. Absolutely. Any final thoughts on tonight's episode, Warren? Well, episode was, nineteen of the Fly on the Wall. It was podcast. a bit of a. It was a bit of a different chat. It was a bit more, I guess, not a serious chat. Yeah. But it was very reflective. It was. Um, so, thank you for indulging us, and hopefully, you can take something away from it. And whatever you've, whatever your thoughts are, whether it's on the post-apocalyptic saga, whether it's on the discussion we had tonight about our kids and parenthood, if you have your own views on your own experience with yeah. with parenthood or family life or. 
Um, if you're a dwarf, yeah, um, if you're a dwarf with a, feel with free a... to email us uh, hate mail. Um, <laughs> the fly on the wall podcast one one at gmail.com. Now, just you know, it goes without saying, we take the piss out of everyone we dwarves, do. giant people, and each other, normal sized people, each other, people of different backgrounds, cultures, uh, colors, uh, weight size, sexuality. Everyone is in our sights for, as far as taking a piss out of, especially ourselves. So yeah. feel free to take the piss out of us, because you know what? We're here for a, a, a good time, not a long time. We just have, <laughs> we're just having a laugh, and that's the people that we laugh at the most: each other and ourselves. So. Yeah, and just for the record, we would never, ever actually discriminate against anyone unless you're Indian. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no again, again, joke. Fly on the wall podcast, joke, comedy. He's like nine-tenths of the way there, and then the, the one-tenth left, he fucks it royally. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we're, uh, you know, we're all happy friends. But hopefully you know that already if you've been a regular listener. But look, if you've... I think they've cottoned on, yeah. Yeah, if you've got any thoughts at all, uh, get involved in, in our conversation and, you know, make suggestions, make comments, make observations on life. Yep, suggestions for Subjects, future yeah, episodes. We're always up that for that. We want to talk about. Um, we rode the wave of, of Bjorn Stormborn for quite a while. We've we over did. a few episodes. We rode Bjorn Stormborn <laughs> we rode Bjorn as long, as, as, we long could. and hard as we could. And that's probably why he's not around anymore. <laughs> nah, I reckon he's there. He's tucked away in, in the depths. Good on your story. Maybe he's a dwarf. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. He's maybe he's a dwarf. Battle axe right maybe, he, maybe he's a woman and he's yeah. dating a dwarf. Maybe. Ma- a male dwarf or a female dwarf. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. As long as you're happy. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, now on uh, that note, uh, have a wonderful week. We will see you next time for the Fly on the Wall podcast. Certainly will. Thanks Episode for your company, 20, Luke. and that's five months in. Thank you, Warren. Um, yeah. Sorry, right, buddy. Right. Happy times. Love you, Bert. Good night. What? Well, <laughs>